It's a beautiful sunny afternoon here at Topfield as Hitchin Town entertain Hensford Town in a Southern League clash. Kickoff is 3 pm. Alongside me in the commentary box, Marek Alionic will be joined at half time. And I think we'll have a bit of a chat with him now as well uh, by local Luton fan uh, Martin Burke, who of course was with us in pre season as the Canaries took on uh, the Championship opposition. Nice to see Martin today, but first off, Got all the build up to you for what should be an action packed game full of goals if the stats read correctly. Hitchin looking to bounce back from that 3 1 defeat to Needham Market, a team they never seem to get points or wins against. Hensford on a good run of form beat Peterborough Sports 3 0 very recently despite a cup exit in midweek, which was marred from some unsavoury scenes as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the field. Marak, Hello, uh, dog. well, a shame we couldn't go off to Suffolk on Saturday, but was it that much of a shame in the end? No, well, obviously it didn't seem like it. I mean, we did miss another Gleason red card, which could have been a bit of fun, but um, yeah, no, when all's done and said, I saw that we went a goal ahead and then, it, you know, it's in typical hitching fashion again, we're against, especially against uh, uh, that opposition, we, we decided to crumble and ended up losing the game but yeah no I've, I've, I wouldn't have wanted to go up there and watch that but uh, I've got a good vibe about today for some reason I don't know why it's not just the sunshine and the great weather uh, or that Berkey's here it's I think it's it, it's that uh, Hitchin are, are going to get a win today it's a beautiful day of course still in the winter but feels like we are coming out of it now and there's a lovely rainbow up on the far side of the ground as well it's a, yeah. it's a good setting and of course no Premier League games today it does mean uh, for more fans you know even people just not going to the games or not watching so soccer Saturday yeah. uh, at home of course we'll, we'll have all of the championship scores coming in for you Scottish Premiership and Women's FA Cup today yeah. which will annoy all the people who've been arguing with me on Twitter about equal pay uh, today so we'll be giving you all the Women's FA Cup scores as they come in uh, as well um, <laughs> Yeah, Brett Donnelly's not happy anyway, but well, we can we can talk about that on the podcast, I guess, can't we? Yeah, we can. It's yeah. it's not a big deal, but you know, <coughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll talk about that in in the week. Hitchin have had a friendly announced away at where uh, on Tuesday, where? so hopefully we will be there to yeah to annoy to annoy people. I'd imagine we'll be there in where because we care. Yes, we will. There we go. Um, so a friendly there, no midweek action. There was no midweek action last week. There was that free one to need a market. And it does seem, you know, because we had mm. that 4-0 win over St. Ives, the 2-all draw against St. Albans, which Hitchin won on penalties. Every time uh -huh. we get this form together, yeah. we just seem to slip up against these old enemies. I know, mate. And it's, it's, it's becoming habitual of, of Hitchin to, to do things like this, you know. And that's why you can just never be sure. I mean, we, we can play top of the league and, and really turn up. And then we can play bottom of the league and just absolutely crumble and fall mm. apart. But uh, I think in, in, the, in the given terms and uh, the current situation, it's, uh, that can be said of quite a few clubs, actually. You know, you just... Football's gone a bit weird. You just really don't know yeah. what's going to happen and anything can happen. Yeah, Hitchin currently 20th in the table. Uh, they're at level on points of the sides both be be uh, below uh, and above them. And we will just bring in Martin Burke quickly. Now he can uh, hear us. Martin, uh, nice to see you. We'll talk to you more at half-time, of course, but uh, good, to, good to see you at top field. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, hello to uh, everyone out there as well. Yeah, looking forward to a wonderful game of football here today. Like you say, the conditions couldn't be better. Nice rainbow, just been covered over now slightly, but it's nice and bright. Uh, not much, not much wind. So yeah, looking forward to a, a hopefully, like you say, a real golf fest today. So this is, I mean, in recent times, this is sort of the second time you've come up to watch Hitchin. So a bit of a noob like I was, but you, you're sort of starting to turn up a little bit more regular. Are you good? Do we do we see a little secret Hitchin fan in the growth? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, growing, mushrooming slowly but surely, you know. And it's a pleasure to be here, you know, because grassroots football is really yeah. important, mm. you know, in supporting the smaller clubs, especially living in, you know, lucky to live in a town like Hitchin and to support this wonderful team. 
Yeah. Wonderful club. Yeah, yeah. it was Hensford uh, today before two away games in the league against Colville and Stratford. A little while before we will <coughs> be back at top field. And as we say, the crowd certainly uh, coming in uh, for this one. Hensford, though, She's uh, filling up. up in ninth uh, and, and a useful opposition. It was 2 all when the Sires last met. Hitchin yeah. were 2-0 up in that one. Yeah. And Hensford, a couple of fairly late goals. Uh, in the second half were, were able to pull it back uh, and earn a two-all draw. So, you know, Hitchin gave them a really good game. That was when Hitchin were on a poor run of form as well, but they've been scoring goals. And the result that stands out, that 3-0 win over Peterborough Sports, Marag, that's yeah. one that will send a few shockwaves around. That's the one you'll worry about. Well, I mean, that's that's the one that I've got me uh, BDI on because, I mean, you know, Peterborough Sports are the big fish in the little pond. hate to quote that one again and yes. again and again, but manager, uh, I'm going to rub their nose in it. Um, yeah, uh, that's a great result, isn't it? I mean, you know, you've not one, and one that you wouldn't really expect. Mm. But um, you know, like I say, you know, the teams can—it's it's very up and down at the moment, and they can go and beat Peterborough Sports three 0 and then they can come to Itchen and get mm. done three 0 um, which I, I obviously am hoping for. Mm. Uh, looking at the teams, we'll go through them in a minute. It looks like it's going to be another back five uh, for the Canaries. It's starting to become a bit more of a settled team, even in the absence of Dan Webb, would you say? Yeah, definitely. I don't like to say, Dan Webb's a legend, but it's just nice to know mm. that when he's not here, we can actually still produce very good defensive performances, like the 4-0 drolling of uh, St Ives the other yes. week. Uh, defensively, I thought we were perfect, because mm. St Ives weren't that bad. You know, it sounds a lot worse than it actually was. So, so yeah, I think, I think defensively, we've really got our act together. One thing that was raised in the absence of, Char uh, of Dan Webb, Charlie Horlock taking up the captaincy and there were yep. a few questions about you know, is he, is he the right man to be captain? Obviously Goldie being a captain is another yep. discussion but there's not really anyone else that stands out in there apart from maybe Steve Corley yeah. Someone who's been at the club a little while and someone who's got that experience with them as well. So are we all right just sticking with Horlock for the moment? I'm, I'm very happy with uh, with Horlock because uh, obviously I'm a goalkeeper myself, but uh, Horlock's source... <laughs> just a few of Freddie's fans walking past. Oh, there'll uh, be a few <coughs> more coming, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I mean... I I'm, I'm in favour of goalkeepers being uh, being captains. They get the, the perfect view of the whole game mm. for a start. And Charlie Horlock's been very vocal. He's a very, very good player, very experienced player. He knows Hitchin Town inside and outside. Yeah, good choice. Mm. Well, I'll run you through the teams now then. For Hitchin Town in goal is Charlie Horlock. Uh, it's our back five. We're going to guess, anyway, uh, of Alex Brown, Kieran Jones, Matt Maloney, uh, Stan Georgiou. Uh, and Jack Green in the midfield it's going to be something like uh, Steve Corley, Malachi Black and Josh Caldicott Stevens. still no Lewis Barker so it is a a midfield that we will keep an eye on. It doesn't yeah. look the most defensive. I suppose you've got that back five. You have got the protection back there. Yeah. Uh, on the bench of the Canaries are Rio da Silva, Delson Akom, Jordan Kenoshi, Kai Till and Johnny Alotti. Uh, now Alotti featured in the Pro Direct Academy game against Arsenal in the 70s. There was a collection of people from around the country at this under-18 level. and That's Not right. part of Hitchens Academy, but uh, gets on the bench tonight. So, I, I mean, all I can imagine... Is yeah. that we'll talk to Mark Burke afterwards to find out about him. But when we spoke to Damon Lathrope on the day, he said, we are looking at a few of these players, you might well yeah. be seeing them. And he probably won't play, you'd imagine, but nice to see him on the bench. Well, you never know, like I say, you never know what happens. If the game commands that uh, that uh, we need what he's got, then uh, he will be on. I'm, uh, no assurance of that. Burke is not shy of, uh, of bringing a, a, a few new players on and faces. But yeah... Um, might be unlike, unlikely that we see. It'd be good to see Kai Till uh, mm. make a, make another appearance. Actually, I'm glad that he's on the he's on the fix. And mm. you'd have thought that he he's in there really to fatten up that midfield and, yeah. and give us something a little bit extra, maybe. Yeah, that's the one you'd look at when 
isn't he? You know, in terms yeah. of coming in for Malachi Black or someone like that. But yeah. Black's been playing really well. He wasn't great against St Albans, but right. he's <coughs> yeah, he's been on a good run of form. And as you say, given that free reign in the midfield against St Ives, he got your man of the match. He certainly did, and and fully deserved as well. And I mean, that's that's a role that I would hope that Berkey is going to um, keep him in. Really, to be fair, because uh, it. What, what it also does is, it, I mean, it confuses the opposition. One minute he's down the left, next minute mm. he's appearing up on the right-hand side. Next thing you know, when they're on the attack, he's at the back defending. And it, he was just literally all over yeah, the park. He, he really fantastic. was. Uh, I'll take you through the Hensford lineup now. One of the nicest ones we've had this season in terms of pronunciations <laughs> as well. Yeah. It's been lovely. It's the, kind of the South London side. If you get any side from around London, you're in trouble. You, you know, Because obviously you have these great diverse communities you have people coming in from all over the place and that sure. can obviously create some problems well, yeah, but, we've slaughtered a few um, names yeah we certainly have for Hensford though uh, in goal is number one Joe uh, Joe O'Shaughnessy on loan from Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, number two Wesley Atkinson three Carter Lysett uh, four Martin Riley five Lewis Ludford Ison uh, captains aside six Reese Flanagan uh, seven Andre Landell uh, eight Todd Parker nine Riley O'Sullivan ten Kyle Bennett and eleven George Cater uh, the subs <coughs> 12, Courtney Richards, uh, 14, Thomas Armitage, 15, Jed Davis, 16, Joshua Webb, and 17, uh, Reese Williams. Hence, we're coming into this game off the back of Cup defeat. And that was 3-0 to Stourbridge in midweek in the Birmingham Senior Cup quarterfinal. Game that was actually marred by incidents off the pitch. Uh, there was a bottle thrown at a player by a Hemsworth fan yeah. and a steward abused as well. I mean, we saw in the Everton Villa game That's the other right. day, bottle thrown at Luca Dean. You see, there was Chelsea against Tottenham. There were issues. And Martin, we might bring you in on this as well. Where's this come from? You know, why are we seeing this at football games? And how do we deal with the problem? Yeah, it's, it's a confusing one, isn't it? There so, suddenly seems to be uh, this kind of vitriol and anger, you know, uh, incidents like this. Um, how, to, how to deal with that? I, I'm not sure. I mean, I know uh, the Everton game the other day, there, there was a lifetime bans issue. Mm. Personally, I don't think that's the way to go about it because we should be able to, uh, you know, forgive and forget, but educate, you know? Why? Why have you done this, you know? Um, maybe it's confusing times after a bit of lockdown. People's heads have been maybe mm. messed around with a little bit. You know, there's a bit of anger and confusion coming out. But either way, it's not tolerable. Uh, it shouldn't be accepted. But yeah. uh, like I say, you know, uh, lifetime ban, probably not the right thing. Ban for a year or two, but then conversations to be had with these individuals to make sure yeah. it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Because football's a game for families and um, should be positive vibes, not anger and negativity coming out. We need to put that to that kind of thing to bed. I mean, I remember when I when I was growing up and uh, and, and Arsenal still played at Highbury, um, we was regularly on the run from from football violence. I mean, it used to kick off really big sort of time and major league, and then they started doing stupid things like putting fences up, and of course then we had the the, the disasters that we had after that. So obviously caging them in is is not the solution. Uh, I'm I'm quite for this lifetime ban really because um, at the end of the day, you you know. It's not right. It's not right to be racially abusing players. It's not right to be throwing objects. In What's their the next thing? Yeah, like and in their place <coughs> of work as well. You know, that's the thing. If you walk into an office, if you're in an office block and you're throwing a bottle around, you know, yeah, you you lose, you're losing your job, aren't you? What they used to do back in the day as well was sharpen like 2p coins and things yeah. and, and stuff yeah, and throw them at people and, it, and it was horrible anyway uh, enough of all that rubbish yeah. because Hitchin are taking to the field yeah, now Freddie I've, I've just met Callum Stead's dad as well the is legend, that Cal's the dad? himself oh my the legend god himself who 
Of course, his son is Hitchens' top scorer this season with 13. He is. Uh, the sides are out there at the moment. Col uh, Hensford, sorry, not Colville. They've got a similar sort of kit, though. They have, uh, the yeah. white, the grey, white sort of shirts, black shorts, white socks. Hitchin in the usual yellow and green. They've got the the youngsters out there, the youth team doing the the mascot jobs today, going through Brilliant. the fist pump. Love that. It looks it looks a bit like Norwich Fulham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's going to kick off. Um, but yeah, no, good good to see the youth out there and taking part and, and being a part of this because it's it's big for them, isn't it? Well, Martin, uh, before we let you go for the first half, we'll catch you up again at half time. Can we get a prediction from you? Um, yeah, well, it's going to be a tough encounter today. Uh, the Hitchin defence are going to be have to be fully on their game. But I'd like to see. I'm I'm going uh, two one Hitchin today. Marek, um, two one Hitchin. You're you're going right. Well, I'm going to go for something because I know they've got goals in on this. So I'm going to go for a. <laughs> I'm going for a 3-2. He's okay. had all day to think of that as well, by the way. Oh, well, I was going to quote a draw. I was going to say 3-all, but then I thought, no, I've just I've just picked up Hitchin yeah. win, so I can't do that. Yeah, they've had a few draws, three back-to-back uh, -back draws, actually, after that uh, yeah. win over <laughs> over um, Peterborough Sports. 3-all, uh, 2-all and 2-all. Yeah. So they are finding the back of the net yeah. uh, with ease at the moment. Uh, Hensford, uh, and they're out there at the moment doing the pre-match. Uh, coin toss. Uh, the skipper, Lewis Ludford-Ison, who was given the uh, the captain's armband. Uh, only 24, but named at club captain on Thursday after the departure of okay. Ben Bailey. A decision that went down very well, really, to give him the captaincy uh, right. amongst the club's faithful. And it will be his first game as skipper as well. Excellent. Yeah, no, that's good news. And plenty of you tuning in. Do make sure to get in touch with a message on our website. Victor Godfrey, hi, Victor. He said, looking forward to listening into the commentary today, guys. Good luck Cheers, to Berkey. Mate. And the boys, and of course, I'm sure there'll be a lot of Hensford fans listening. It's a long journey down. It so is. if you haven't made it, we don't blame you. We hope you can enjoy our coverage. We're we'll grateful for your company. Good listener numbers already, so we do appreciate it. Just one thing I want to touch on, Freddie, and that is um, that uh, we was asked just to point out which direction uh, the, the teams are playing yes. in, and Hitchin are actually playing towards the swimming pool. That's the butts <laughs> close. Um, Fish pond road end. Fish yeah, pond road end. That. So yeah, that's very uh, well done. That's what it is. So from the commentary spot, it is uh, Hitchin playing from left to well, right. Just keep an eye on Hitchin's formation for the first five minutes, if you want, because it will be interesting to see how they line up and how the midfield shapes up too. Yeah. Could be a key role for Joshua Caldicott Stevens, who's going to get the two sides underway here. Hitchin with their second home game uh, of 2022. Hensford have travelled all right, and we're underway. Kieran Jones on the left hand side of defence, looking to swing long. Jake Hutchins has come out to the left hand side. There's a Hensford man heading it, and he's gone into the back of his own teammate there, but teammate didn't mind. It was Wesley Atkinson out on the right hand side, and he didn't mind that one bit. The job was done. The ball's headed away. And Hitch never thrown uh, with Alex Brown. Nice to see Brownie still here. And he, he's played every, he's got every start, every game, yeah. hasn't he, so one far? One of the players who's got to travel the furthest distance. Here's it's another Hutchinson one, with Hutchinson. Swinging it into the ball. Keeper's under it. He manages to claim Stead was there, but it didn't really look like challenging. And Hensford will try and play quickly. You know, Shaughnessy throwing it out. Oh, That's gone no. off. I'll tell you, it's a big lad. Oh, Shaughnessy, he don't even agrees. need the jump, does he? Yeah. All pink kit. All pink. So you can... You can spot him, and as we said, there's, there's dark clouds above, but it's a lovely sunny afternoon at Topfield, and good footballing conditions, I think you'd have to say. Perfect, beautiful, really beautiful. Here's the throw taken by Jack Green, then. Green looking for Cooley up there. The ball's headed away, though, by Lewis Ludford-Ison, and will now fall behind for goal kick, goal kick uh, for Joe O'Shaughnessy, who, as I said in the team news, has 
19-year-old uh, on dual registration from Wolverhampton Wanderers is under 23 side. He also played for uh, Burnley at youth level. Brilliant. So we'll be heading back to Molyneux, of course, we know whenever Wolves require him to play in their academy set-up, but getting some more than useful experience on loan. And they got a few keepers as well, Hensford, who've been involved oh, this season. Here's O'Shaughnessy playing it out. Here we go. Hutchinson, who shoots. Oh, it's his own player. They hit Callum Stead, bounced away, and... O'Shaughnessy looks like he's just got off the team coach at the moment, which Marek pulled out on, on the way here. I did. They weren't getting in front of me. <laughs> Here's the ball forward then for Hensford. They were just behind our car in the way down to top field. It's gone off again. And it's Port from Riley O'Sullivan. Hitchin will be enjoying this so far. Nervous start from Hensford. Yeah. We'll take that all day long. Certainly is. Here's Jack Green then with the throw and Stan Georgie next to him and well, there's only two base layers, three base layers in yep. the hitch inside. Everyone on long sleeves apart from Charlie, uh, short sleeves, sorry, <laughs> apart from Charlie Horlock. That's a nice, a nice sign. Hensford yep. are a real mix of both. Yeah, there's a couple out there that have got their, sh their, their long sleeves on underneath the kit. Two minutes gone, it's goalless at top field. Here's Carter Lysett. Nice ball. He's trying to switch the ball. Kieran Jones is under it to head away up towards Jake Hutchinson, who bundled over with fairly little contact by Atkinson. Hutchinson looking to release Stead. And well done, He does Stead. exactly that. Callister, oh, oh lovely. Spin as well. Do the he twist. goes again. He's brought down. <laughs> yeah. And the referee does give the free kick. So Callum Stead, when he's confident, he can be deadly. I'm telling you, he must have been to some jazz classes because <laughs> that was a double twist I've never seen before. A pirouette. Yeah, beautiful from Stead. Now, if you watch him in that St Albans game as well, in the Hart Senior Cup, he was doing just that. He was so full of confidence in the second half. He was taking on defenders, and there was a youthful St Albans backline as well. <coughs> he was making them look silly at times, as he did in the St Ives game. His first goal in that one was absolutely superb. Well, to be fair, Freddie, we've been waiting for him to find this kind of form again, mm. haven't we? Since uh, since his journey back yeah. down the M the, the yeah. M1, and uh, it's just nice to see because it's beautiful. Yeah, scoring in his last two league games against Needham Market and St Ives now, three in his last two. Um, and was was fantastic against St Albans. Didn't have a goal to show for it, but he, he really shouldn't have done. He was very unselfish in that game. Is Alex Brown floating oh. one in? Steve Cooley went down in the box, but under no real pressure. The ball falls behind and it's gathered by Joe O'Shaughnessy. We'll throw it out to his defence. It's the man wearing the armband for the first time. Already oh, there's pressure. Yeah, yeah, it's that playing out from the back rubbish, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, they've clicked long. They've kicked <coughs> over onto the top of that stand. It's out into the car park. So a very hesitant start by the visitors at top field. Good. <laughs> they've had a real mix of results on the road this season. Here's Alex Brown with the throw in then. Hitchin nil, Hensford nil in the early encounters at top field. Hensford are able to clear. Good header down by Georgie, but Hensford pick it up in a good position just over the halfway line with Carl Bennett. Bennett now takes out to the right-hand side and finds his right back, Wesley Atkinson, who was named vice-captain as well on Thursday. So second in command to Lewis Heisen. And now Kieran Jones clears away nicely. And in terms of <coughs> consistent performance, you don't have to look past Kieran Jones to find some other contenders for that acclaim. Yeah, no, he's been brilliant. And he, he was, in fact, the uh, the player who nearly got on the end of that uh, yeah. forward ball from Hitchin. Had a goal disallowed <coughs> in the St Albans game. Looked very dubious in terms of offside. Yeah, he's been looking for goals, just the one this season. And he was up all of the corners he was putting himself about. The flag brigade were desperate for him to get one in. It was good to stand with them, actually. Obviously, so used to being in the commentary box. It was nice to take one in from the terraces for a change. Yeah, it's always Here's Carter Lysett. Down the left, gets one in. Jack Green will do that in his sleep. He kicks that one away. Out for a throw-in. 
We're almost at 50 listeners as well, uh, so big thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Must be the Martin Burke effect, who of course we'll talk to at half-time. Of course, get your messages in for us. Uh, Ison's third game as captain, not his first, says Sean Paul, who is Mr. Hensford, basically, I've seen on Twitter. So Excellent, thank you, I Mr. Will, Hensford. I will get a few stats wrong, because as you will be well aware, it's a nightmare doing some of these player research, but sure. if you want to fill me in, then you're more than welcome. Here's Joe O'Shaughnessy, <coughs> and that all-pink goalkeeper strip, switching it out to the left-hand side for Carter Lysett, who brings the ball down and finds Martin Riley in the midfield. Parker now into uh, Andre Lundell. Hull have taken early lead against Swansea. He's seen the run of the number the 11 as well, but he's not going to make that. Yeah, behind for a goal kick and the first bit of action for Charlie Horlock. So a very nervy start from Hensford. They were making some trouble for themselves. Hitcher were almost in behind. Hutchinson had that sa shot saved, didn't he, by Callum Stead? Yeah, he did, uh, yeah. A, a really good start by the Canaries. Yeah, no, real positive. Like you say, they come out on the front foot. And like you say, Hensford, just a little bit shaky. I think uh, O'Shaughnessy must have left something on the coach. Um, but, um, hey, I, 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 they make plenty of errors because uh, I, we're going to need them. You know, we're going to need a little bit of luck, I think, today. Ball long now into Steve Corley. That's what he's well so good done. at, bringing it down with his back to goal. Now Wesley Atkinson over the top. Brought down nicely by Adam Parker, who I noted did the manager's notes, actually, on the weekly bulletin for the Needham game. I don't know if Mark Burke maybe wasn't there, but yeah. you don't often see that. He did a couple of nice little keep-me-uppies as well. Yeah, over there. he backs <laughs> his ability, does Parks, more than anyone <laughs> in the team. There was that crossbar challenge a couple of years ago, and he was the only one who hit it out of the whole squad. And He described himself a living legend for doing so, <laughs> and he's definitely someone in the folklore of Hitchin Town FC, putting yeah, those appearances in that Generation Cup tournament, didn't he? Nice to see. The, I'll tell you what, it's a packed ground actually yeah, today. It's There's brilliant. Hens Hensford have brought a few down as well. Yes, they have. So credit to them. <coughs> as the ball comes down the left-hand side, so then George is just going to stand off. He might, maybe should have closed that one down. Yeah, he's doing it Andre now. Landell's coming over. Landell taking on George. He gets some support from Colin. Got Stevens comes oh. to the edge of the box to Kyle Bennett, who can hit them from there. Now there Andre Landell, another mm. man who can, but he's hit that one behind for a goal kick. Yeah, not enough bend on it. You can see what he was trying to do, just bending it to round Jack Green there, but uh, the bend was missing. Fulham lead Blackpool by goal to nil. Alexandra Mitrovic on an incredible run. Yeah, uh, and he's a championship yeah, striker. <laughs> as I say, <laughs> Kyle Bennett scored a superb goal on the edge of the box against Peter Sports in that 3-0 win. Yeah. Um, and Jay Tilt is not actually part of the squad today. Uh, which is a benefit for Hitchin because he scored a brace in that game. He's got five this season. Wow. All over the top now. Over the head of Corley. Over the head of Stead. He's able to get there but can't keep it in play and hence would have a throw in there. Side on a, a good run of form in the league. Did lose to Stourbridge who of course are struggling uh, in the league this season really in the, in the <coughs> cup on Tuesday. It's not always a competition managers will take Super serious. Here's again. There's a little altercation. There's a lovely dig forward. Hutchinson's free over the top. Pong. Takes it on the half volley. Oh. Just wide. He didn't really get the connection he would have wanted. But do you know what? I think that's what fooled the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper was expecting it to be hit with lots of venom and force, <laughs> and he sort of dived early almost, didn't it? And then the ball just sort of bounced over him and just passed the post. Unlucky Jake. Joe O'Shaughnessy will take the goal kick then, right in the middle of his six-yard box, and yeah, real clear-cut chance for Jake Hutchinson who. Hasn't been at the club long this season. Has already scored seven times, Brilliant. including the hat trick on his return to the side, his second debut. 
after initially having a spell uh, back in 2019. Here's Alex Brown clearing down the left. There's no one there, though, and it's straight into the, the chest of Lewis Ludford-Eisen. Stevenage take a lead at home against Harrogate. Go on, you, Barra. Other side and a good runner for them. They've looked to have started to turn it around under the new manager, Paul Tisdale. I was there covering them for the first home game of his reign, and things are in a sorry state, but... He's made some good signings and, of course, a local side. Here's a throw-in then for Carter Lysett. He's played 28 <coughs> times now this season in all competitions. Wow. And ever-present, really, on the left-hand side. He's driving into the box and... Well dealt Cody with. Cody Stevens can clear up to Stead down the right. He can't bring it down. It's just been fooled by the bounce. He's taken on, on Ludford Eisen. He's trying not to touch him, but trying to get enough of him to win the ball back. Stead's not going to do so. He goes back away from goal, finding Stan Georgiou, who can clear... Through the middle, That's it's a, a nice good thing. ball in Steve Courtney! Yeah. Oh, he's in the crossbar! <laughs> oh, no! Off the crossbar, and heads are clear away. <laughs> They're able to get away from it. And it was a good chance of Corley. He'd have backed him to score that. Only one goal this season. That was in the Hart Senior Cup as well. And he should have scored, really. It's good technique. Not able to find the back of the net. Hitch him with all of the chances so far. Headed away now by Alex Brown. Jack Green's underneath with a good header. Straight to Wesley Atkinson. Cawley nodding away. Up to Hutchinson, who again is sharper than the Hensford defence. <coughs> Wins it back. Hitchin aren't even having to press too hard here. They're just being rewarded for those little bits of work rate. Here's Callum Stead. Again taking people on. He's lost it this time. And Reese Flanagan can bring it forward. Stead again putting him under pressure. Hutchinson's in. Ooh, He's gone down. And the referee's given a free kick. He said it's a dive from yep. the Colchester man and there wasn't much contact there to be totally honest. <coughs> weren't a lot, was there? won't be happy, but I think he's gone down a little bit too easily there to be, all, to be completely honest. He'll be booked for diving here. He might have done himself a bigger favour and just sort of tried to yeah, take the shot on, you know. It was a tight attitude. angle, but anyway. So a free kick then, and of course, I mean, we are only... Uh, 11 minutes in, that does mean Hutchinson's on a yellow card for the rest of the game. So he's going to be very careful when he goes down in the box from now on. He's still making his frustration known, but at least you know, at least the referee's on the on the card with that, and he's yeah, it he, won't affect. He's firm, and it didn't look like there was enough there. And the referee said, actually, that's <coughs> going to be a dive. And you could see what Hutchinson was trying to do from the moment that ball was played in as well. Hitchin fans will feel aggrieved. Would have been a chance at again. Hensford just playing their way into trouble. It's playing out from the back for them. It's not working. It's not something that I like. Certainly didn't work, particularly when Mark Burke tried to implement it at the start of pre-season. Oh, I'm so glad. And when you've got people it. as quick as Stead and Hutchinson who work as hard as Stead and Hutchinson, <coughs> it could be a recipe for disaster. Here's Andre Landell in there, hole up punching away. Oh, here we go. He'll fall to the number <laughs> ten, which was Kyle Bennett, and he spurned his chance, put it wide. Horlock. Could he have caught that? Because he put it right back into the danger area. Well, I think if he got hold of that properly, we're looking at 1-0 Hensford. Uh, I thought it took a deflection, to be honest, but he has actually scuffed it, hasn't he? Would have been typical hitch <coughs> in there to fall the goal behind after having all of those chances and the penalty shout as well. Stranger things have happened, of course, watching the Canaries this season. So still goalless after about 13 minutes uh, here at top field. A bit of team news, Dan Webb and Lewis Barker are both injured uh, and Steve Gleeson serving the first of a two-game suspension after being sent off against Needham Market. He'll 
now miss his fourth and fifth game since being signed by Hitchin. I mean, is there a little issue there? Um, it's hard because we don't know Steve, of course. I mean, no. we're not in that dressing room, but it doesn't make for good reading. No, it doesn't. And um, I'm sure uh, he's, a, he's an international professional. He really needs to sort of maybe wind his neck in a little bit and calm the emotion down. Here's Alex Brown into Malachi Black, who's just knocked it straight <coughs> into the fencing out on the left-hand side for a Hensford throw-in. And, yeah, that was a chance there for Carl Bennett, looking to add to his one goal this season. He joined from Telford United on the 7th of January, so I made that stat sound a lot worse than it is. Uh, scored the only goal against Peterborough Sports last Saturday. Now, they did lose 4-1 to Sports in the reverse fixture, so it's been something of a turnaround. And, of course, we know Peter Ruby going in the opposite direction. Here's Cody Cott-Stevens nodding it through to Stead, who chests it down to Malachi Black. And this hitch, this hitch inside, so in sync at the moment when they're going forward. There's Georgie playing through the lines into Stead. And so much better to watch. Here's Green now driving forward. He's gone down. That is a foul as well that time. Hitchin looks so confident. And you never know after you know what Hitchin side you're going to see after a defeat. You know, going away to Needham Market. But this has looked so much better. And just like the St Ives game as well. And that kind of performance is what Hitchin fans are asking for. That sort of performance consistently. And we know it's not a big squad, but... This seems to be the starting 11 at the moment and Mark Burke's got them playing a fine tune. Here's Coley, got Stevens the free kick then. Two in the wall, whips one in, a good delivery over everyone. Oh, it's hit the post. I'm not sure I had the last touch. Georgie was running in and Jones were running in at the back post. It struck the woodwork and gone behind. So Hitchin have hit the post and the crossbar inside 15 minutes here at top field. A frantic start and how the Canaries aren't a goal nil up, I'm not sure. Here's O'Shaughnessy for the goal kick. And Marek Hitchin knocking on the door. Yeah, well, you've hit the post, you've hit the bar, maybe the back of the net's the next. Hitchin fans will hope so. I'm going to keep switched on in defence as well. QPR 1, Reading 0. Bournemouth lead as well. There's another <coughs> poor goal kick by Joe O'Shaughnessy, which rather ironically is caught by Hitchin's goalkeeping coach over on the sidelines. And now Kieran Jones will take the throw in down the left-hand side. Headed away, another one into the car park. And Hensford really struggling to play any football at the moment. Here's Alex Brown with another throw, and all coming down the left at the moment for the Canaries, unless they look to, to go long and find Stead, who's wandering offside there, but Kieran Jones will pick it up. Brown playing in now, it's poor defending again. No one looking to claim the ball and clear it away. And now the ball cannon off Steve Cawley, go behind for a goal kick. <laughs> Goal kick now for Joe O'Shaughnessy. He'll spot the ball down. Bit of mud across his socks and arms already. He's been called into action against Hutchinson and Stead so far. The Steadsky and Hutch partnership. Many goals between them in the last few games. As the ball again finds the crowd. I mean, there's a goalkeeper at the moment. Is, is his confidence down? What's going on? Because this has been really poor yeah, for O'Shaughnessy. No, haven't got a clue. Bournemouth have gone 1-0 up at Barnsley. <coughs> Here's Maloney. Into Stan Georgiou. We'll try and run through the midfield. Instead finding Kieran Jones. Jones goes long. One point looked like it might find Stead. But it's catching practice for O'Shaughnessy this time. He'll go short. He'll just throw it out to Lewis Ludford Ison. The January 2021 arrival. He was at Coventry United. He was at Bristol Rovers before 
there as well. Poor ball. Again the ball, back with Hitchin. No pressure at all here from Hensford. Nodded away by Ludford Ison. The only consistent player really for them at the moment. And it's given it straight <laughs> to Josh Cordycott Stevens. Now Malachi Black. Seems like a goal's inevitable for Hitchin at the moment, the way Hensford are playing, the way Hitchin are playing as well. Well they're not doing themselves any favours, are they? Certainly not. Playing their way into trouble at the moment. Yes, they've scored many. They've conceded a few as well. Goal difference of about plus three. Yeah. Still not a million mile away from the playoffs. Up in ninth at the moment, but they've got three teams behind them who are all in touching distance, so they are under pressure at the moment to maintain where they are in the league. Here's Kieran Jones with another throw in. <coughs> Alex Brown's there down the left. He'll find Jake Hutchinson. Hutchinson back into Matt Maloney. Clears on his weaker left foot. Straight up in the air. Nodded down well by Martin Riley. Now Cawley into Hutchinson. One point he thought he might have been having a go from there. And again the ball's cleared. It bounces down. Cawley nods it. Oh, is that a foul really? Not really. Didn't look like one to me. No, it's a poor one, but... Corley up there, just trying to challenge for the ball. <laughs> Nothing comes of it. So disappointing there for Steve Corley. That, I mean, that's his role in the side, is to win those balls. And Of course, we saw Hutchinson book for diving, you know, when there wasn't much contact. and You can, you can almost make similarities. So the ball's now cleared away. Kieran Jones does get his head on this one from the goalkeeper. O'Shaughnessy clearing long, and now Hutchinson's there fighting for the ball. It will go out for... Uh, Wes, oh no, the lines was changed his mind. Over on the far side, still a bit of sunlight over there. and Again, the weather holding up beautifully. The wind's gone away as well. We're a bit worried about that this morning. Yeah, no, it was looking a bit windy, wasn't it? But it seems to have calmed down and settled down, turned into a beautiful day. Now Kieran Jones throwing the ball into Matt Maloney. Goes back to Horlock. A rare touch from the hitching goalkeeper. Who still hasn't missed a minute of action this season. Now Matt Maloney, Jones again, out to Alex Brown, another man who's playing consistently. He did miss the St Albans game though, had some problems in his ribs. That's I a heard. great ball. He's on the bench for that one as they nearly spring the trap again, looking for Jake Hutchinson. And well, for all the Hitchin fans that have turned up here, they have been rewarded so far, just not with a goal. Can Malachi Black change that? He finds Steve Corley. Corley looks up. Wake up. Now plays it through to Callum Stead. Goes around the defender. O'Shaughnessy's oh. sharp out of his line. And he can claim. Hitchin still coming close, aren't they? And Callum Stead and Hutchinson just look dangerous every time they get in a good position. Yeah, they've done everything but hit the back of the net. 20 gone. Still goalless. And so did have that one chance of Carl Bennett. Sponed wide. Hitchin again of a throw in for Kieran Jones. You find Matt Maloney, Georgiou there as well. And we know Stan's dad, of course, he's delighted that he's got another start. A real run of games in the side here. Jones now gives it away into the midfield and Todd Parker will have a run. Taking the ball down the right. Now Wesley Atkinson. Cordycott Stevens now playing the ball through. Hutchinson gets away down this left-hand side. Too he much. can't quite get there. <coughs> Looking for the long route now. The Canaries. Rio de Silva will do a couple of keepy-ups and give it back to uh, Wes Atkinson to take the throw. Referee just making sure he's in the right place. 
Mitchell, of course, away at Colville a week today before travelling to Stratford in two weeks' time. We'll hopefully be at the Stratford game. Of course, it's your twin son's birthdays on uh, this coming Saturday, is it? Uh, well, that's when we're going to have a little, uh, a little bit of a party for him, yeah. <coughs> well, happy birthday in advance of them. Josh Bickerstaff, of course, Hitchin coached former player. He celebrates his birthday on Monday as well. Now the throw in for Wes Atkinson. Down the right-hand side, Jones under it again. It was nodded on by a Hensford man. Continue the head tennis in the midfield. Jones under it now, and Hensford looking to break. Georgie's there mopping it up again. Manages to get a good stab at it. And there is a foul there, Alex Brown. The referee looking to blow up for those kind of challenges. And he does so there, Hensford of a free kick. And uh, Reese Flanagan has found the back of the net seven times this season. He played at League One level for Wolzel. Few of these players with good experience, League Two, National League level, played across the, the pyramid really, and into the EFL. Here's the free kick there, down on the right hand side by the touchline. Flanagan to take it. Just whipping one in, headed over by Coldicott Stevens. Nodded away, full to the edge of the box for the Hensford man. It's the ball's dinked in by Riley O'Sullivan, straight to Charlie Horlock. And Hitchin are able to clear then. Horlock long. Again, Callister's frustrated. He, w he wants everything at his feet, doesn't he? And if he doesn't quite get the service, he will be frustrated. But he's got some service now. Instead, bringing the ball down. Gets a shout of Kidder. Wanted the ball. Jack Green there in support, but couldn't use it. And again, Hensford play it out for a throw-in. Yeah, it's poor, really, defensively, isn't it? not made for good viewing so far for the Pittman fans here's Jack Green then with the throw instead Malachi Black Corley all in support Green weighing up his options always oh, seems to line up the long throw he does this time Corley's under it Stead gets there scuffs his shot completely it didn't go anywhere in the end now Jones clearing almost finding Hutchinson who would have been onside as well because uh, Martin Riley was hanging back there. Now Lewis Loveford Ison playing through the middle of midfield into Carl Bennett, who's <laughs> brought down not once but twice. And another free kick for ha uh, for Hensford. Uh, Bob Bob's listening in. Of course, our Geordie friend who always sits in front of us can't make it today. He said, "How are you, Canaries?" He's tuning in. And yeah, 60 of you so far, Marek. Yeah, not bad, eh? Great numbers. So thank you to everyone who's tuned in. Still a very entertaining game at the moment. Nil-nil. Hensford playing one through. Now he is going to be offside. George Cater running through. Hitchin backing their ability of the offside trap. And doing so well. Now Jones again looking to release Hutchinson. Might have just become a little predictable here. Because Ludford Isaac can just see that one out. And he's, the captain's had a good game so far in the middle of defence. For Hensford. Another... Free kick again, the goal kick, sorry, taken into Todd Parker. Parker into Carter Lysit, almost overruns that one, but Andre Landell will play it through. Georgiou in there, and oh. a little early on the tackle. And he, he's not happy with that one. The referee definitely looking to, to stop the game when he can, I think, at the moment. Now Todd Parker. Through the midfield into Kyle Bennett. Bennett now to Lysit. Lysit finding Carl Bennett again through the midfield into 
Riley O'Sullivan, he's just playing as the hold-up man. The shot Good comes save. in, it's tipped away by Charlie Horlock. He's not had a thing to do all game. And he's made a really good stop there, diving down to his right. Mm, captain's performance. Yeah, certainly so. He's been a really good performer this season. He just fought. Ends with coming back into the game. I've often conceded in these kind of positions. It was a good effort as well by Kyle Bennett, who's looked their most likely to score so far. Good save by Charlie Horlock. Another ball comes in. There Horlock was under it. Oh, mm. it might have just rattled the crossbar on the way through. Oh, might have been Horlock there, as it's a foul on Kieran Jones, but Paul Wallops in there, caused some problems. Maybe set pieces will be Hensworth's route into this game. Of course, it is still goalless. Hmm. Pitching hitting the post and crossbar and a penalty appeal. Hutchins has missed a couple of chances. It's been all hitched so far, but Hensworth growing into the game. As they will do. <coughs> Horlock goal kick. So taking his maroon shirt, black Goalie gloves as well, shorts and socks. He goes long down the left looking for Hutchinson. Cawley's there as well and almost provides the dummy run, doesn't he, Cawley? To let Hutch run in behind. He holds up that defender. He plays the man and Hutchinson can run through and play the ball. Yeah, he seems to be playing a hold-up role. Now the ball down the right. Wesley Atkinson. Jones into Alex Brown. Keeps it in play. Good battle with him and Kyle Bennett who's worked really hard. Now the ball's cleared away. Maloney running back to deal with it. Puts it behind nicely. So composed defending so far. And another throw in for Hensford. Well, both Brown brothers scored and the reverse fixture. That two will draw in front of almost 700 people at the, the PRG Stadium. Alex and Luke on the score sheet there. Penalty, I think, for Alex in that one. So ball runs by for another goal kick. So Hitchens still then, 20th on the table. Uh, equal on points of Bigglesway Town in 19th and bottom of the league, lowest of Nunny to Borough, just a point ahead and still very, very close down the bottom. Yeah, I think a win can lift us out of the uh, relegation zone. <coughs> yeah, it certainly will. We'll have a look at some of the other results if they're coming in as well. and Always gives you that indication as Coley got Stevens plays one through. Hutchinson won't get there. Bromsgrove sporting lead, bottom of the table, lowest off towns. So that's a result that goes in Hitchin's favour. Nuneaton, of course, is a point above Hitchin. They're nil-nil with Banbury United. Every game nil-nil, apart from that Bromsgrove uh, and lowest off encounter. It's a very slow in a slow afternoon so far across the Southern League. And yeah, we do hear that Hensford did rattle the crossbar from that corner kick. So an all-action first half an hour at top field. So the ball's cleared by Horlock. Georgiou, great header under it there. Did use this man as a bit of a ladder, but did really well to get that header away. Now Hutchinson's under it. Just been a little isolated up there. Ooh, Hutch. Yeah, he just had to bring the... He's, the I don't know if it's the service he's getting or when he gets it, he's not really got the support that, he, that he'd have liked. Yeah, I think it's that the pending long ball that seems yeah. to be growing and growing ever popular. You know, we seem to be playing that long ball again and, it, and we know it don't work. It works best as well, doesn't it, when you use it once every, you know, every now and then. You yeah, can catch teams out shocker. by surprise, you know. But when you're playing it around, playing your football, and then hit with the long ball, yeah, that's no. when it's most dangerous. When it's predictable, you'll struggle to score and the defence will become wise to it. We've seen that a lot this season, a shout for a foul there and... A little altercation down on the floor, I think. Hearing Jones involved in it. Hitchin had the throw in, though. First half that's flying by so far. Hensford high scoring side, but they are without Jay Tilt today. 
Uh, the winger who played for QPR and West Brom at youth level. They still have an impressive squad there, an impressive array of players. They've had a few outgoings in recent weeks. Players, uh, players leaving. Lost Shaq Master to Nani to Borough on Thursday. Uh, so fellow for a re relegation struggle aside taking Master. They lost Ben Bailey as well recently. Here's Callum Stead. Into Jack Green. Good chance to get across in. It's well defended though by Andre Landell racing back. Hitching over corner. Out on the right hand side. Who's going to take it then? Josh Cordycut Stevens. Looks like it. Yeah, he's the one jogging over. To be a right footed out swinger then. The man nicknamed Pop. Apparently he looks like a character in a children's TV show, a cartoon show. I don't quite see it myself, but the nickname stuck as it often does. <laughs> and he's going to take the corner. Cody got Stevens then, taking his time, raises one arm high in the air. And he will deliver it now. It's low along the floor. And Steve Cawley just dinks one in over the keeper. Oh, what a goal, Steve Cawley. That is a touch of pure quality from the experienced midfielder. What a strike by Cawley, dinking that up and over into the back of the net. You can't argue with that, Marek. That's a good little dink, isn't it? He knew exactly what he was doing. And, uh, and like I say, hit the post, hit the crossbar, hit the back of the net. Steve Cawley then <coughs> rattled the crossbar early on. And he's got the difference there. What a strike it was. And we've seen that routine a lot this season, haven't we? And a lot of the time it's, it's really not worked out. The first man will miss the ball. But that technique, rather than going for power, just clipping it in. What a strike. Yeah, when it works, it looks great. Here's Carter Lysik. Hitchin do finally have the reward for all of the pressure they've put on hitting the crossbar and post. And Cooley deserves that. He's been working really hard in recent games. Often the link-up man, often the hold-up player, but he gets his goal now, and hence we're looking to fight back immediately. They almost do. Onto the edge of the box now with Kyle Bennett. Bennett now into Andre Landell. Landell through, hitching clear. And now onto the right-hand side, Wes Atkinson. Malachi Black's there to bring the ball away. As Biggles very talented, a lead away at uh, Barwell. <coughs> of course, manager Chris Nunn resigned last week. They are in relegation trouble, but it'll be a good result if it comes through. Travelling up to Leicestershire, one of the coldest grounds, as we know, in English football, is George Cater. Former Kidderminster Harriers player. His 24th game overall for the club today. Here's Kieran Jones again. Finding Malachi Black over the top, brought down easily, though, by uh, Martin Riley. December signing. Be brought forward now by Lewis Ludford Eisen up into Riley O'Sullivan looking to switch the ball and Andre Landell nowhere near it. He looked disinterested the moment that ball was played. Yeah, it's a poor pass in all fairness. Mm. Hitchin deserving the lead, but we have seen a lot of the time, haven't we? They go that goal up and they, you know, and the opposition will bounce back quickly. You just have to manage these five minutes. Yeah, uh, we've seen it very <coughs> quite a few times, haven't we? Now Charlie Horlock to take the goal kick then. Just trotting over, going over to the left-hand side. He'll take his time now, the hitching keeper. Steve Cawley's goal, separating the two sides. Just his second of the season, his first in the league. His other was away at Tring Athletic. Which was got three offside at the moment. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, Cawley won. Stead Miles offside, isn't he? Don't know what he's doing out there. He'd come back on now, though. It is that old tactic, trying to stretch the defence and make them think but didn't find the strikers anywhere Hitchin do have a free kick though 
over on the left by the two dugouts. Hitchin looking for their seventh win in the league this season. They've lost 14. In comparison, Hensford have lost half of that. They've drawn 9 and 1 8. So only two more wins than Hitchin. And reminds you of how tight it is just across the whole table. You know, apart from that front three. Well, that's why I was considering the draw, you know, because they've drawn loads, haven't they? Yeah, they <coughs> have, especially recently. Always draws full of goals as well. Rushton had a, a great win over them. I think it was 3-2, and they scored two the two winners in added time as well. So they've had plenty of entertainment if you've watched them this season. They haven't had a nil-nil draw, Marak, all season as well. <laughs> so that's already been put to bed with Cawley's goal. Yeah, no always nil nils. Yeah, always good to know, isn't it? I had that stat in reserve and already Cawley's managed to break it. So Mitchell mm. will be pleased with that. Another good bit of defending. Just nodding the ball back into Charlie Horlock. Hitchens' last game of the month, of course, before travelling to Ware in a little friendly on Tuesday. I just saw Ware on Twitter said, look, we'll take a club for a friendly on, on Tuesday. Mark Burke said we've got Fairly little to do, fairly little plans in midweek, so we'll come down and do it and we'll look to cover the game as well on HDFC Radio. We will let you know. Here's Malachi Black down the left who lets it go. It was clever from him, actually. It came off a Hensford man last, so Black let it uh, run behind and Hitchin have another corner. They scored from the first one. I think everyone was expecting him to put the cross in. I yeah. know I certainly was. It looked weird, didn't it? It looked like someone had gone down injured or something and yeah. he was being respectful, but if oh. it works... If you get Cooley on the end of it again. Well, you never know what's going to happen, but uh, we know Coldicott-Stevens has gone over to take it, so it's going to be an in-swinger. Yeah, whipping it in, Coldicott-Stevens, a delivery doesn't meet the first man, mm. unfortunately. Will fall to Callum Stead in the box, though, and Reese Flanagan being very careful not to lay an arm on him. So another, another corner. cross comes in. <laughs> over by the Canary corner as well, over on the opposite side from where Cooley's first goal came from. All hitching at the moment. Looking to, to double their lead. And it could be two or three already. Could have been within the first ten minutes. Pitching have been all over. Uh, Hensford so far, the West Midland side. Here's Cardigan Stevens again, keeper under it. O'Shaughnessy doing the right thing there, punching it clear. A long way out of the box as well. And Bennett now will clear again into the dugout. Not quite, no, it's still on. The linesman indicating it as well. He's giving it all the chance it had to, to stay in play. A reminder, we will talk to, of course, Mark Burke. He's our guest of honour, really, today. Come over to join us. So we'll have a little chat with Mark. Martin. Uh, Martin, sorry. Well, that's <coughs> what happens when the, manager <laughs> the manager's got the same name. Yeah. I do apologise, Martin. There's plenty of Burks out there as well. I'm sure there's an Oliver in the championship. Reese Burke as well. Yeah. I'm sure there's money plays for West Brom. And there's one at Luton. Kathy Burke, <coughs> the comedian. Yeah. There's loads of them out there. I know Kathy, actually. Do you? Yeah. That's well, another story. Many then. years ago. Yeah, brilliant comedian. <coughs> Here's Malachi Black coming through. And of course, Mark Burke, the Hitchin manager. No relation to Martin. And yeah, there is that. Is it Reese Burke at Luton? I think yeah. so, yeah. <coughs> plenty of them around. And Mark, Mark as well. I'm sure Mark used to play for Luton as well. So, all of those connections. We've been very generous of Mark Burke to come on at half-time anyway. But the way things have been going so far, there wouldn't be the need for really for much of a half-time team talk. <laughs> it's all been plain sailing. It, yeah, but you know it can turn around on a sixpence, and uh, it mm. it it don't take much. Uh, and then all of a sudden you're on the back foot. Yeah. <coughs> Eight minutes to go then, until half-time here on HDFC Radio. Steve Cawley's goal separating Hitchin and Hensford 1-0 up. 
uh, are the Canaries looking to bounce back from their 3-1 defeat to Needham Market. Um, peaked 68 listeners as well, which is fantastic. So thank you all for tuning in. There will be many at home. Soccer Saturday on mute. HDFC Radio on. Put your feet up and hopefully and you can enjoy some, or enjoy some live commentary. Yeah, put the kettle on indeed. That ball falls behind for a, a Hensford throwing again. I think they might be, that'll be, uh, that could be a strict <laughs> half-time team talk in the Hensford changing rooms. They might well be looking to the bench. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're going to have to sort out their defensive issues. And also, their problems have come from playing out of the back. I mean, yeah. obviously, Steve Cawley's little chip was, was beautiful. The goal was impressive. Um, but just... Just the fact that they're they're putting themselves under pressure unnecessarily, you know, yeah. it's always good. We're, we're going to score, you know, eventually. Because you can, you know, you can always you've got to shore it up, haven't you, at the back That's before terrible. thinking about how to get back into the game. Yeah. Another throw in for Hensford then. I think that's what, what's been doing hitching favours because we've managed to sort out the back and once, you know, once you're not leaking goals, you've only got to sort out maybe scoring yeah. one, you know? And it's, uh, that's why I like this. I, I'm not always a fan of five at the back. I know you, you <coughs> called for it. I remember yeah. you calling for it a couple of months ago, but mm. you have that back five, you have Cody Cott-Stevens in front and you say to everyone else, go and attack, go you know, attack. go and do what you like. And that's what I really like about this Hitchens lineup at the moment. Especially now that Berkey's dropped Corley into that mm. sort of almost, uh, it's not even, it's a deep number 10 He's role, isn't it? He's been reborn, hasn't he, Steve He has Corley. been reborn, yeah. but he certainly impressed me. Like I say, um, you know, he, he didn't do much for me up front last year, but but uh, the role that he's playing at the moment... Alex Brown, has he gone for goal? Oh, it's over the crossbar. <coughs> we saw it at Barwell and we almost saw it at top field. Sorry about that, got a bit excited again. Alex Brown, you're more than welcome to get excited there. <coughs> As that ball comes over the top, and Again, it looked like it just a really bad, badly hit free kick, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And flew over the top. Oh, I think O'Shaughnessy in the end was okay with it, but Alex Brown, his brother, would never have heard the end of it. As Stead just keeps this one in play on the right-hand side nice. in front of our commentary position, finding George who chips that one through to Hutchinson who nods down for Malachi Black. Brilliant football to watch from Mark Burke's men at the moment. Five left. They're fighting the for first everything. Half. They are. And the, the communication as well, because we talked about that at the start of the season. Uh, you know, no one's talking to each other. We're yep. running into <laughs> each other, as Hensford have been. Now everyone knows each other's role in the in the team. Well, I'm wondering if the teams have put on the wrong kits. Do you know what mm. I mean? Because this is typical of Hitching, trying to play out from the back <laughs> and making mistakes and errors. But uh, like you say, this recent uh, this recent uh, games that we've seen Hitching, they've really sorted themselves out. I mean, do you think maybe <coughs> a bit of that is O'Shaughnessy, of course, playing academy football at a Premier League team? Uh. You were almost <laughs> that aren't you to yeah to come through but I don't know how long he's been on loan here he's missed recent games due to illness so might well be a bit rusty coming back in sure. it's never easy but now the ball's played through there was a, a free kick there for Hitchin and yeah, there was a few referee shockers we hear going against them on, on Saturday last Saturday but they're making up for it today yeah, when they did score as well from a goalkeeper error in the Needham game that was Callum Stead's goal a goalkeeping howler but Corley made his own luck there. What a finish it was. No, beautiful. Um, Hensford TV are here filming as well. So I'm sure Corley will be offering them a few quid to, yeah, to get that, that goal. <coughs> Leicester nil, Church 1 elsewhere in the Southern League. As the ball's played across. Jones under a good header away though by Martin Riley. Now Andre Landell playing it into the midfield. There He's are lucky there. two runners in behind. They both looked offside though, didn't they, yeah. at one point. So he just delayed the pass and the ball is instead switched out to Wes Atkinson. 
Uh, you can play across defence, really. Atkinson out on the right-back position today. He played Cambridge United, Notts County, Gate 10 all earlier on in his career. It is an experienced back line, really, apart from O'Shaughnessy in goal. Now Carter lice it. Out to Andre Landell. He's not seen much of the ball so far. Kyle Bennett now takes onto his right foot. Cuts across again. He can shoot from oh there. Was it a deflection? That will tell the story. It's nope. gone by for a goal kick and... That's a that's a shocker, isn't it? That's a slice of cake. That is that's Wurzel Gamage at his best. Yeah. <laughs> when you think it's deflected, because it's gone that far wide and it's not. That nearly have, went out for have, a throw yeah, in. You've got to have a look I mean? at yourself at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hitch advance enjoyed it as well. It's poor. I mean, uh, you, you know, I mean, uh, I, Hensford, I wish I could get excited for you guys, but you've given me nothing apart from the corner that came off the crossbar, uh, touched on by Charlie Horlock. Um, that's the cl as close as you've come. Apart from that, I'm sorry, you've looked poor. Yeah, there was that chance as well, wasn't there, for Andre Landell, which he scuffed wide early on. Yeah, again, terrible scuff. It nearly went out for a throw-in as yeah, well. Yeah, need a bit of shooting practice, I think. And that's for a, a club that scored well as well this season. So a little uncharacteristic of them. Of course, it is hard. You know, you're making those long trips and going away from home. But if you're ninth in the table, you've got to be there because you're consistent. You're winning home and away as well. Bob said, get in. Oh, dear, get in. And oh, dear. Run through all oh, come on. Just defender in the back. He's going to run through. His dad yeah. will be the loudest critic in the stadium as well. I think I just heard him say rubbish. <laughs> um, and I'd have to agree with him, really. The ref's just giving anything now. Yeah, that's disappointing for Callumstead. It always looks worse as well when you end up free, free on goal. Yeah. You run into that space and everyone thinks, no way. But it kind of distracts away from the foul that took place. But Stead will be annoyed <coughs> there because he was through. Free as a bird. And you'd have backed him to score as well. Yeah. I was waiting for it to ripple. Now... Brown nodding it down. That one's gone behind, though. Hitchin do come into this game in better form than Hensford overall. They haven't played each other much, but Hitchin now scoring in their last 11 games in all competitions. And Stead's played a big part in that, of course. And That's got to be a record of some sort. Yeah, We've got a player down. We do. And we can't. I think it's, um, it's Riley player. O'Sullivan <coughs> playing in the number nine role. And the physio's out there immediately to treat him. Okay. Down and on the ground and just a little stop. Right. It's getting up. Good. Oh, that's good. Well, that's good. Because the last time a player went down over oh, there, the game got that's abandoned. That's like the cursed area of the pitch now. It's in front of that dugout. Yeah. It's, uh, some things happening Jack, on over there. Jack Green not involved though this time. <coughs> the referee just having a chat with some of the hitching players. <coughs> um, um, yeah, just a little stoppage here. And interesting with Hensford as well. I mean, we've talked about their defence. This is a club that's produced some defenders. Reading defender Scott Dan. He yeah. played for the club on loan from Wolves at the start Did of his career. Really? Wow. Current Sheffield Wednesday defender Che Dunkley also played for the club. And Wales defender Ashley Williams. Wow. who played for Swansea and Everton. Started yep. out at Hensford. Adding to that, young left-back Cohen Bramall was <laughs> sold to Arsenal back in 2017 for £40,000. So wow. they've got a real production line almost of, of defenders. And <laughs> they ain't got any of them out there yeah, today. Obviously <laughs> able to make a few quid. But sold them all. I've lost, I've lost, the, <laughs> lost the good ones, I think. Uh, as you'd expect, of course, they've gone on to have stellar careers. Bramall currently at uh, Lincoln City after a spell at Colchester United. But you, you do look at clubs and think who used to play for them. And that's impressive, isn't it? All, yeah, the, all defenders as well. Yeah, and then, and then now the defensive performance today has been quite yeah. bad. That's <laughs> so quite ironic, yeah. really. But they're on the attack now. A for different him. school of defending, maybe. Who knows? Great the ball's ball whipped in. in by Landell. Good header away by Alex Brown. It'll fall to Where's Atkinson on the edge of the box. Cuts on to his weaker foot. Alex Brown as well. That effort from the free kick. That was very close in the end. 
over the crossbar. And there's no wind as well. No wind in play. Very little. Of course, Barwell, the, the conditions are unbelievable. But you see, that long ball ain't going to work. Yeah. It's just rolled harmlessly back to Shaughnessy. It's not working at the moment. No. And <coughs> the Hitchin do stretch the play, don't they? Because the strikers will play right on the toes of the last defender there. Well, the, I don't. The defence aren't often that. They're not that pushed up, are they? A lot of the time. And I don't mind it if we're two 0 up. You know yeah. what I mean? Then you can sort of start going banging and leave one geezer up there and just sort of continuously lob the and ball up to. And when Hensford have to commit as well, when they've got to go forward, that's when you can be dangerous playing in behind. And yeah, yeah, you know. But, but at the moment, like, oh, that's oh, oh dear. Down in the box, the referee points at the penalty spot. Oh and dear. A spot kick just before half time. Andre Lundell. <laughs> we've literally played 45 minutes as well. Hensford have a penalty. Clumsy defending for the Canaries. I think it, yeah, I think it was clumsy. Really, he's just stuck a foot out to try and, and I, f I think he's genuinely made an attempt for the ball. But it's just the the guy was too quick for him. The uh, the number seven there, uh, Landell, he he was just a little bit too quick for him. And and round he goes and down he goes. Randall so down Bennett then, who scored in their last league <coughs> game. Now was the chance to level things up from the spot. Horlock didn't have to make a save in the penalty shootout win over St Albans and the side to make one missed. now. And he'll be tested now. Massive moment in the game momentum is all of Hensford if they can score it now they've barely had a sniff in this first half Bennett to take then steps up right footed Horlock makes a great save yes, what a moment in the game that is Captain Horlock. Charlie Horlock he's made one good save in this one and Marak as a former goalkeeper you'll be proud of him there well he's chose the right way to go and um, yeah he's still got lots to do he's managed to palm it out and then bring an overarm over the top and slap it out but it's given Hensford a corner kick which is going to be swung in now it's an in swinger yeah into added time now Hensford into the box Hall Punch. punches that one away and again referee points the whistle there to his go. lips and that's half time and there's a roar of approval from around top field it's been a good half first half display they've got the goal to show for it they so nearly collapsed with that moment at the end of the half so nearly a calamity that they didn't deserve yep. but Charlie Horlock was there made a big save and yep. Hitchin will go into the break a goal in front that's a captain save you know what I mean and, and like you say Hitchin calamities are there just waiting that's why I'm you know I can't, I, can't I, I don't sound that excited <laughs> but um, because I know what's capable and yeah. what they're capable of and silly defensive things like that we used to be in 4-0 off aren't we yeah <laughs> I think we are yeah now especially at home uh, let's bring in Martin Burt Martin you've been taking in the first half and would you be in agreement with us Hitchin deserved to be a goal in front and could have had more oh yeah absolutely right we were saying just before the game in, in the warm up there and before we came uh, on air how uh, you know Hensford uh, Town seemed to be quite vocal in their warm up seemed to be mm. bristling with confidence mm. when it came to kick off it was a completely different game uh, whatsoever Hitchin have really been bristling with confidence like you say communicating with each other wonderfully well a mm. um, few players there uh, who uh, really seem to be um, uh, you know, taking the lead. Uh, Callum Stead stood out for me um, in the first half. Malachi Black seems to be doing a yeah. great job getting around the field really well. Yeah. And like you're saying, Hutchinson, um, he's yeah, he's not quite getting the service he needs. The long ball and stuff is, isn't quite working for him. But that would have been a travesty there if Hedersford had yeah. uh, scored that penalty. What a fantastic save by Hallock. Absolutely Wonderful. brilliant. Yeah, it's interesting the point that you make about the uh, the, the teams warming up vocally and, and being very... And then they've come out on the pitch and, and it's like, you know, they're none of them talking to each other. What have they had a little bit yeah. of a row in the dressing room or something? It, it's, it's uncanny, isn't it? And they've paid the price for it. Definitely, yeah, and it seems to emanate from the back. Like I say, with O'Shaughnessy in the goal, seems to have such a... Um, such an iffy start yeah, he compared did. <laughs> to uh, Callum Stead's uh, pirouetting and jinking around the field in the first few minutes. 
it was like chalk and cheese, yeah, you was. know. But uh, yeah, the confidence isn't run through Hedensford, so hopefully in the second half, uh, Hitchin will continue this uh, wonderful performance so far. It was a bad start by Hensford. Come to think of it, Hitchin, yeah, they crossed by it in the post, and they just looked, all of the players, on a, di on a different page from each other. And Hitchin, they can smell blood now, can't they? They are trained to go in for the kill when they see the team's not playing well. Well, hopefully, yeah. I mean, they like you say, they hit the post, they hit the crossbar. You said, what are they going to do next, Merrick? I said, well, you've just got to hit the back of the net. And, yeah. uh, and certainly they did. What do you reckon to that goal then, Berkey? Oh, fantastic. I, I, I was, uh, yeah, I was expecting, like I think a lot of us were, because uh, the energy there was expecting the ball to get whipped in uh, to the six-yard area. Mm. Yeah. But what a cheeky goal. Yeah, a beautifully it. crafted bit of skill there. Yeah. Absolutely and wonderful. We've, we've seen that routine all season, and it's worked horrifically. Yeah. So yeah, we haven't had a single goal from it all season. No, he's right. You've turned up, and, you know, you stuck it in, and a moment <laughs> of brilliance. I mean, O'Shaughnessy was a spectator, really, yeah. wasn't he? He was, he's, he, you know, he's just... He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe yeah. it. The yeah. first time he saw the ball, it was already in the back of the net. It was almost in slow motion, wasn't it? <laughs> the ball was suspended was. in the air and just hit the top corner there. Wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. Beautiful. And as you say, it would have been a travesty if they'd have, uh, you know, through a, a defensive error, really. I mean, uh, and, and to be fair to our defenders, he was just a little bit slow. And and, and I think our, our, our boy, um, the, the number seven for Hensford, was just a little bit too quick, taking the ball away from him um, and, and, and left him in a bit of a predicament. And, of course, the, the ref's blown up and, and given the penalty. But uh, fair play, Charlie Horlock. Captain's performance yeah. for me so far. Just before half-time, absolutely Amazing. pivotal moment. Do you think Mark Burke now would just be saying, why have we let it slip? Because on another day, he puts that in the left-hand side, yeah. and it's one all, and you're talking about a different game. So I think Mark Burke's got to remind them now, you know, we're very lucky there, and everyone's got to be buying Charlie all like a pint afterwards. Yeah, well, no, they definitely owe Charlie a pint for that one. And, uh, yeah, like you say, Freddie, it's, it's hitching, isn't it? You know, we go 1-0 up, and then, you know, it's been... A, a, we start to crumble. It's just like, come on, guys, we're 1-0 up. Yeah. Let's go 2-0 up, you know. We've we hit the post, we've hit the crossbar. Should have been 3-1, to be fair. Yeah, hopefully the attendance figures come in uh, as well, by the way, in the second okay. half. It's a good crowd around, and you wonder if it might be one of, the, one of the best this season. It was certainly for Martin when he came here in pre-season. Luton Town came. We had over 450 listeners when you were on here as well, yeah. so you mm. helped to create a bit of history. Uh, good <laughs> numbers today as well. Hensford fans tuning in. What hope would you give them for the second half? How do you see them getting back into this game? Um, well, I mean, Hensford, uh, they've got to start communicating with each other. And like I say, that's, that has to come from uh, through the goalie, from the skipper at the back. There needs to be better communication because mm. the forwards look a bit lost uh, up front. They're not getting any service. You know, the midfield, mm. um, you know, hasn't been able to uh, provide any service for them as yet. So I would say Hitchin, just keep doing what you're doing, you know, because uh, especially the front men, they're going to I can see there's been moments where they're getting uh, frustrated. You know, and that's yes. what you want. You want, you want. you want the opposition forwards to start getting frustrated yeah. because uh, that leads to, y you know, mistakes and, uh, um, you know, uh, no chance of a, um, an equaliser. So, sure. yeah, hopefully Hitchham just keep, keep at it, keep up that momentum that they've got at the moment. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've got the uh, combination of what we call uh, Stedsky and Hutch uh, up front <laughs> and they've, uh, they've, actually, uh, they've actually been bossing it. But uh, with, with regards to Hensford and they're, they're playing this kind of uh, playing out from the back, which I detest, by the way. Um, but do you think that's not doing them any favours? Do you think they need to sort of change that and maybe sort of start hitting longer balls? 
Yeah, well, perhaps that's the case because, uh, like you say, uh, uh, you know, Hitchin putting so much pressure uh, up front, you know, put, mm. pushing them back, playing playing quite high up the pitch, yeah. that maybe that's going to work for them, you yeah. know, because, uh, yeah, Hutch and uh, Stetsky, you know, they're, <laughs> <and Hutch>. <laughs> <laughs> they're, play, they're, they're playing so high and putting the pressure on, yeah. uh, you know, so the uh, it's very hard to play out from the back in, in that way. So it just depends whether um, you know their strikers can um, can live off that kind of long ball service. Really, yeah. you know, it's yet to be seen. Uh, Martin, your beloved side Luton Town going to the break at nil-nil against Blackburn Rovers. Fairly little to shout about from that uh, first half. So the Hatters, uh, as things stand, uh, currently tenth in the table. I mean, if I told you that five years ago, you'd be spending two seasons in a row mid-table in the Championship. You'd have bitten my hand off, wouldn't you? It's, it is amazing how far they've come. It is amazing how far they've come. Yeah, and uh, again, at the start of the series, uh, start of the season, we've seen you know, such low budgets, etc. at the club. Just staying up is the great achievement. But to see the job that Nathan Jones is doing with, with the team is just, is just wonderful. And holding Blackburn, who have been in such fine form, holding Fulham just a couple of weeks ago, you know, we're really going places. So, uh, you know, looking at the numbers, you know, if we were to pull off a win today, then we're really knocking on the door of the playoffs, you know. Uh, I'd like to tip my hat especially to Peli Radakampanzu uh, celebrating his eighth year at the club yeah. and he's come up through the uh, you know through the d divisions yeah, with him amazing. wonderful mm. brings such a great energy to the team as well you know mm. so um, yeah great news great news about the stadium recently with the development and, and yeah um, and everything so yeah I, I'm, I'm pinching myself in the moment Freddie, yeah. to be honest no, you're in a, it, the club's in a great place isn't it and it, it's good to see for local football in general, you know, because Hitchin will benefit. You know, we get the players in the loan from Luton. We've had their under-21s playing here in, in midweek as well. And there's a real air of excitement as well on that new stadium. Uh, very much deserved. Nathan Jones, of course. The new contract as well. So you must have been happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely happy because uh, obviously, you know, when he left initially to go to Stoke and then mm. it was so heartbreaking. Didn't and then, work uh, and out there. Didn't yeah. work out. But for him to come back and for the club to welcome him and the fans to welcome him back and look at the amazing job he's done, you know, for him to commit his, um, you know, uh, the next few years to uh, Luton Town Football Club is just a great news. And of course, Mick Harford coming back, uh, yeah, you know, back on the uh, touchline touch mm -hmm. as well, you know, brings the, brings the team great confidence and the fans. You know? Yeah, it's always good to sort of look over to your bench and see sort of you know heroes from yesteryear and yeah and and, and the influence that they that they and can that's bring his to own a club. personal story now as well it's inspiring sure. you know what he's gone through and he's he's back out there i know you met him in the summer when we were here at top field as well yeah absolutely and uh, you know there's, there's um i'm still buzzing from that he's such a gentleman scholar you know a, a legend absolute legend uh, i was a young man in 88 when uh, you know he was uh, you know such a um integral part of the Luton Town uh, team mm. and uh, to see him still be um, part of the club is yeah he is like I say only, only had to play for England as well I think I think if is I remember it? Well, yeah well I'd say uh, I, I, as far as I remember Steve Foster did get a cap or two maybe Ricky Hill was in there the first team, one I'll go with first hatter I'll oh pardon me sure the first one of them I'll, yeah yeah. they've had a few more in the uh, in the Irish team though haven't they yeah yeah, yeah. yeah had, a, had a few in the Irish team as well and uh, like, yeah point out Admiral uh, Musquay uh, in the start uh, on the bench today, but he's just come back from the African Cup of Nations playing for Zimbabwe. Um, he was on the bench for most games, but he got a start in the last game and had an assist as well. So, but it's some international pedigree there, you know, running through the team now at the moment. Yeah, well, when you were here in, in the summer, I remember the players away at the Euros, and you're thinking, you know, imagine that for a club like Luton, it, it was brilliant. And yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, no, I was, I was just going to say, I just had a little PM from a friend of mine, um, a very good friend of mine, actually, Tony Thornton and his lovely wife, Donna, who, who are in the United States of America tuning in. Oh, lovely. And, um, yeah, I think that's just wonderful. We, we've got some international listeners, so a big shout-out to uh, to Tony and Donna Thornton yeah. out there in, in the good old USA, where it's soccer and, and not football. <laughs> so, pretty much, Martin, more of the same, then, from, um, from Hitchin, then, when they come out. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, wonderfully entertaining first half. Um, yeah, and uh, I hope uh, the uh, second half is full of uh, th that same great energy, commitment, communication, and, uh, yeah, I'd love to see another goal like that as well, please. Yeah, I think there is more goals in it. I mean, you, you predicted a 2-1. Do you want to change that to a 2-0 to a now? Um, well, you know, uh, no, I'm sticking with 2-1 because I think uh, Hensford has still got that potential you know, and their, re their scoring form speaks for itself. So, you know, uh, they get, uh, yeah, 2-1 hitching. Yeah. Well, we'll hopefully see you back in top third a few more times, Martin. You're always welcome to join us for a chat. I'm sure Mark will echo that, of course. I'm oh, absolutely. Since my last full season, you know, doing these commentaries, we're going to have to have some people stepping into my size nine. So, so you know, we're yeah. always looking around. Well, Martin, Martin will definitely be coming yeah. into the electric chair for, for definite, you know, um, uh, and uh, we'll... we'll, we'll uh, it's a tough job replacing you, Freddie. Come on, man. <laughs> He's you can't. He's, irre he's irreplaceable. He really is. He's a bit like Jake Hutchinson at the moment. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, no. It's going to be last commentary of the season. It's going to be a sad day. I think I'm going to very much miss it. But the more no tears, man, more hitching man the goals in. I'm going to enjoy it because they they play very well at the moment. And uh, Martin, anyway, how we haven't talked about your food stuff, falafels and everything. Where where, where are you up to with that? I know you're doing really well in the summer and. Actually, Kate requested some falafels, and I forgot to tell you. So, uh, Kate's our only sponsor. So, uh, next time, falafels, please. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, well, falafels are on a little bit on the back burner at the moment. Uh, doing some work, uh, working one to one as a teaching assistant in a primary school of all things. So, the contrast of uh, being a, a typical shouty, sweary chef uh, in the school, obviously, I have to uh, keep, keep my mouth. Yeah, in check. you do. Uh, but yeah, same but on commentary as well. Absolutely right. Yeah, you get a yellow card <laughs> and, then a, and then a red. <laughs> but yeah, falafels. Uh, they'll be making a return one day for yeah. sure. You could yeah. get them into the, the canteen at school, couldn't you? You could get them, get them in there, some healthy food as well. And you, actually, yeah, Freddie, you know what, actually? You might actually benefit from get, having a word with the Canary Kitchen about yeah. him supplying them with falafel. You that could, could be a, That could be a good idea and, and, a, and a nice curry sauce, which we've been screaming for. <laughs> <laughs> if I leave in the summer and, and they bring in curry sauce for the next season, I'll be absolutely livid. I don't yeah, know you will. Right <laughs> 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 a few waiting. things uh, finer in life than a big bowl of chips with curry yeah, sauce. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> and it seems the further north you go, the better the curry sauce gets as well. They've just got a thing about it, haven't they, up in the north? <laughs> yeah, they love it. Well, Hensford back out early then, uh, Marak, early. and that always tells a story. Well, he's, he's, he's a, they've obviously gone in there, sat down, the manager's come in, and he's gone, uh, right, this is your, you get yourself into it, you get yourself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> now get out there. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. short team talk. The players might even have been relieved to have been sent out by the end of it, you know. Yeah, you never you know. You never know, but no changes by the looks of things. And, and Hitchin, do they just have to take 10 minutes, you know, keep that 1-0 and then start playing their way back into the game? Because 
Well, I, listen, I think Hitchin need to go out there and keep pressing and, and get themselves another couple, you know, at least. Uh, yeah, here we go. We're applauding the guys as they're just sort of doing a little warm-up over the uh, uh, whatever those little flying saucer things are. Um, <laughs> co- you're a coach. They're codes. Come yeah, on. No, codes are a bit bigger than the old that. Day? <laughs> <laughs> no, traffic no. codes you've got to run around. That's yeah. the, well, it was, really. It was a traffic mm. cone. I remember them. And, and poles. We used to stick poles yeah. in the ground and run in between those. They'd but, be yeah. good fun when you'd be playing. You'd have, you'd have those five-a-side training games. You'd have the poles for goalposts. That's they right. get snapped it up and you hit the ball too hard. <laughs> Didn't they just? Yeah. Um, well, Africa Cup of Nations action kicking off uh, at the moment, 4 a.m. 4 p.m. kickoff. Uh, Gambia taking on Cameroon. Um, in the Women's FA Cup earlier, it finished Aston Villa 1, uh, Chelsea Women 3. Uh, Chelsea, of course, the reigning champions at the moment. Nottingham Forest lost 8-0 to Manchester City, of course. A big gap between those two sides in the pyramid. Georgia Stanway uh, hit a hat-trick. She'll be pivotal on the England side in the Women's Euros. Uh, come <coughs> the summer, some Southern League scores. It's 0-0 between Rushton and Stourbridge. Uh, Barwell lead Biggleswade. That's a result that could really yeah. be big for Hitchin yep. if that gets over the line. As Not that we want to finish higher than Biggleswade. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> as could Bromsgrove Sporting beating Lowestoft as well. <coughs> Here it's 1-0 to the Canaries. Lace one all church one Nuneaton nil Banbury nil not a bad result for Nuneaton considering Banbury at top of the league Peterborough nil Stratford nil another good result for Stratford Redditch nil Needham nil Royston nil St Ives <coughs> nil and Tamworth are losing to uh, to <coughs> Russell Olympic sorry as it stands Hitchin are 18th and out of the relegation zone yep. if this oi result oi. holds and the other results hold as well Brilliant. We just so had a gentleman come over and, and compliment us on our commentary at St Ives and he just said his first time he's tuned in, it was absolutely top draw, he said, because he's normally here at the game. Oh, superb. Well, that's always nice to hear. Nice to hear we're doing a good job. Martin, here we go. we're off. we'll talk to you quickly at full time. We'll be over to interview Mark Burke as well. So we've got to get a picture of those two together, the, the haven't Burks, we? Yeah. The Burks, Burks reunited. <laughs> yeah, And absolutely. you can tell me your Kathy Burke story and on Get this week's podcast as well maybe um, and now a throw in for Jack Green as the second half gets underway all to play for then if this result stands and others <laughs> do as well hitching out of the relegation zone and then we'll be smiling I know you two are off to a party later and you've got all the more reason to do so <laughs> if we're out of the relegation zone come 5pm well it'll be another reason to celebrate I'll leave me itching town shirt on while I'm boogieing yeah. and dancing around I've all switched out my Joe O'Shaughnessy headed away easily by Jack Green. A similar start uh, to the second half as the attendance has come through. Stead looking to run through as well. Defender dallying and dallying. Martin Riley over there. And Callum Stead so nearly getting on the end of it. What Riley was thinking, it's been a carbon copy of how they started the first half. Well, exactly that. I mean, you've got Callum Stead snapping at your heels. The last thing you want to do is dilly and dally. And for one moment there, he kind of almost fell over and handballed it. But uh, he managed to get away with that one. 634 people here in attendance for this one. A good number of them Hensford fans as well. Yeah, quality. So respect to those who've come down from the West Midlands, from Staffordshire. Good show. Now the ball's played down oh, again, Kieran that. Jones is there, good strong sliding tackle, now Alex Brown comes across, he'll look to clear that ball away, it's bounced off the Hensford man last though, and Brown he knows it, Kieran Jones will run over uh, and take the throw in, so Jones to take now, Hitchin on a run now, with 11 games scored in all of them, through to the semi-finals of the Hart Senior Cup, they'll face either Cheson or Hemel Hempstead away, and of course, uh, the yeah. thing there is Hemel in the National League, South League above. Cheson beat us in the FA Cup, yeah. so who do we want to go to? Yeah. Hemel's a closer one in terms of their journey, but we'll be at Ivy. It's a hearts competition, isn't That's it? Right, yeah. It's a semi-final, and you could go up against Royston in the final as Ooh. well. Who doesn't want that? Well, we've done them already, Royston, haven't we? We this certainly season. have, yeah. Great game. Now. 
Now Jones well coming done, through. Jones. We've beaten in the cup semi-finals as well before. I remember that before as well. So, but yeah, Hemel or Cheson in the last time he won the Hart Senior. Can't we beat Hemel in the final as well? So. Well, we'll have Hemel. Plenty, then. plenty of good <laughs> omens. Yeah, Cheson's almost London, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Making yeah. that journey. Don't fancy that. Now George Cater on the halfway line. Jones again. He, he can really step out of defence and almost play in the midfield, can't Ooh. he? As Malachi Black's bundle down there. And Alex Brown will just drop in as when, when Jones does do so. so not always a, a swashbuckling left wing back. No, but that's the good thing be. about Brownie, isn't it? He can, he can drop, drop in and, and play them roles and he can also, you know, get on the front foot and go forward and play a sort of almost like, like he's just done there now, an attacking sort of uh, role as well. Attendance is now 637, sorry, you had new figures or three people have just walked yeah. in, so <laughs> one or the other. So the ball's switched away again. Hensford clear straight up in the air, it's not even left Terrible. no box and now Reese Flanagan heads away. Joint top scorer this season, Flanagan of seven. There's Carl Bennett plays back into the defence now with Joe O'Shaughnessy again put under Ooh. pressure by Archer and he's dinged one over the top he's Done well. dancing with the devil at the moment yeah. Joe O'Shaughnessy he's, he's a get out of jail free guy isn't he at the moment he really is he's certainly living life on the edge as things stand 49 minutes gone it should lead thanks to Steve Corley's goal uh, exactly in the half an hour mark a brilliant chipped finish and you'll see it on Hensford highlights when they go out into the top corner from that set-piece routine that's failed miserably all season as well. Yeah, well, it was always going to work one day. And like I say, you, you know, if you're Hensford and you keep giving Hitching opportunities, you know, we will score. Now Lewis ludford Ison <coughs> taking the ball out forward. He headed in the equaliser, actually, when the two sides oh, last nice met touch. when they were 2-0 down in that game. Now Georgiou, good old-fashioned clearance from him. Up Oops. towards Hutchinson, who will get in behind down the left now. Taking on Reese Flanagan, who gets touched tight over there to him. Hutchinson running away, still going from goal. And now trying to find Alex oh Brown. He's dear. actually just played Hensford through down the right. It's almost a calamity here because Cater's into the box. He needs some support, oh though. Cater goes for goal. Oh. A brilliant ball that was right across goal. And the man in there got a touch on it as well. I think it was Riley O'Sullivan running in there. He got more of a touch on yeah. Charlie Horlock, though. And, and uh, Georgiou in there as well. What a ball in, though, right into the danger area. Well, I'll tell you what, that's the best ball in I've seen from Hensford yeah. all day. And, uh, and yeah, it, it, really, uh, it really should be in the back of the net. But uh, I, I think a little bit of that is down to uh, Stan Georgiou and Charlie Horlock, though, just mm. getting in the way and, and, and blocking it. <coughs> Hutchinson... Just hanging on to that ball a bit too long, though, wasn't he? Yeah, I think allowed so. Hensford to run through. Nearly, nearly danger there. Yeah, he's got some pace on him, hasn't he? That uh, Carl Bennett. So uh, he was, he was certainly leaving him for pace. Hallock then, with the goal kick for Hitchin. We cannot forget that penalty save. Puts him right up there, of course, in man of the match contention as things stand because yeah, it does, crucial. Yeah. And he almost got one hand to it and it didn't go very far. So he almost had to stretch another hand across just to make sure of it and yeah. put it behind for a corner. But it was a firmly struck effort down it into was. the corner. And Hollock guessed right and he committed. That was what's important. Yeah. He got down and was able to punch it away. Now Stead in there taking on uh, Todd Parker, the 19-year-old who... Played for Wolves' academy early on in his career. <coughs> a few players with that connection. Yeah, the Wolves thing. Mm. Bruno Lager's side. A lot of these players have got impressive experience. Courtney Richards on the bench. He was played 142 times at National League level. As Richards played for Brighton as well at under-21 level. So they definitely got supplies to bring on. Hitchin, the names that spring out really. 
De Silva, Kenoshi and Teal, you'd say. You could make an impact. De Silva. The St Albans game run his socks off, just didn't quite have the impact he'd have liked. And it is hard. It's such a settled side now. It's hard for anyone to, to come in and make an impact, you know, because you know, come the league game on Saturday, it might be back to this team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially if, uh, especially if Gleason's on, on another red. <coughs> Dan Webb coming around, still out injured. Go on, Dan. And Hitchin again, looking like another clean sheet here at top field. Well, I wonder what's going through game. Dan's mind as he walks around yeah. and thinks, you know. Hey, he'll, he, it's one of those. If he's fit, he'll play. But yeah. if he's not fit, he will say, oh, "Well, I'm happy to, you know, happy yeah. to give it a rest. I'm happy, you know, with what I'm seeing at the moment." But yeah. he's a laid-back character, is Dan Webb. Yeah, no, he's great, great mm. captain. Jack Green, of course, still the club captain, and that's what's yeah. important. You have that conversation about Horlock on the pitch, but yeah. a lot of the time, it's just an arm man ran, you know, ran your arm. I know we won't say that about Keane or you know Tony Adams or someone like that, but. Do you remember Tony players, Adams? No, but you know my dad's was my dad's favourite oh, player. Of course I've he is. Yeah, of course he is. Brought up and you know Tony Adams, and you know yeah you can you can mention more modern captains as well, couldn't you? And well, Vincent not Kompany, any decent say, ones, but not yeah. for Arsenal anyway. Yeah, that's the thing, <coughs> and that's what I mean. Is if someone like Aubameyang gets the captaincy, it means actually we don't have this leader no, at the side. We haven't. But we've got to give the arm man to someone, and I think Horlock, <laughs> with his experience, he's a, he's a no-brainer to add the captain. Yeah, he's done a great job so far of it. Mm. Another player is very calm Offside. as the ball's nodded down by <coughs> Riley O'Sullivan under pressure from Georgie. Sul O'Sullivan's very frustrated at the moment, isn't he? He's really struggled to have an impact on this one. Yeah, he is. I mean, he just keeps getting... Um, I, I mean, uh, to be with, with respect to Jones and Maloney, have just got his ticket and he just ain't got no room. Yeah, Georgie as well doing well. So back three now at the moment as that ball's switched away Terrible. by Jones and... Just sung his praises and he goes and loops yeah. one straight out. It's like out. he didn't look up there. <laughs> it was like he thought someone will be there, hopefully. You know, someone will be <coughs> on the end of it. But Hutchinson was way too central. QPR 4, Reading nil at the moment Well, uh, at Loftus Road. They're finding their feet, aren't they, Rangers? Yeah, they are. I've got a good little squad down there as well. They always seem to get some, some good youngsters and some good players who've been well-travelled as well. Yes, they do. And they picked up, say, Rio Ferdinand oh, as that ball's cleared away. A big slip there from Wesley West Atkinson. <coughs> Yeah. Went down hard. You could hear that in front. That the sliding of studs, and it was right onto the area where the assistant referee runs up and down. So always the the worst place to go down. It is very slippy there. Yeah, absolutely. In the National League South, St Albans leads Slough Town by a goal to nil. And of course, Michael Johnson's side who pitching <coughs> beat last week. It was a young side though. To be fair, they did have some the likes of Zane Banton, Mitchell Vice, and. George Lancashire all played first-team football. It That's wasn't a bad St Albans side by any means. Now Stead down the left-hand side, taking on Atkinson. He does well, stands his ground, puts it behind for a corner. Yeah, great ball from, from Alex Brown there. Just sort of looked up at that time and, and saw his man and a beautiful little dink into, into his uh, space. Cody got Stevens corner <coughs> kick then. Stead and Hutchinson. Steadsky and Hutch up there. They are indeed. Yeah. 75 listeners now we peaked at 80 that's absolutely fantastic so we can't thank you enough do make sure to share it around if you've got a friend you know is not at the game would like to listen in do send them the link as Coley got Stevens straight that ball. one in oh. straight to O'Shaughnessy who drops it in front of Cooley as well um, O'Shaughnessy is a, a very strange goalkeeping performance today isn't it he's, he's having some moments yeah you say a good goalie is one you don't notice sometimes and mm -hmm. um, it's polar opposites with these two. Horlock made a fantastic penalty save. O'Shaughnessy has never looked comfortable. 
Yeah, in no, this one. Sure. The ball's played back now into Martin Riley. You see, look, Hensford were literally half halfway into Hitchens' half now, and now they're all all the way back, back to yeah. the work rate. If you were to put trackers on these players' boots and ca you know calculate the distance run, Hitchin would you know you'd be looking at double you know in terms of Hitchin and Hensford. They have never stopped running today. No, literally that the pressure. Pressing has been fantastic. Here's Cody Cut Stevens. Hooks this one up in the air. It's was gone over his head, nodded down by Jake Hutchinson. Rushton leads Stourbridge by a goal to nil. Rushton continuing their momentum. Wow. Now the ball's brought down nicely by Riley O'Sullivan. Plays back into his midfield with That's uh, a Andre Landell, ball. the joint top scorer this season. You wonder how, though, with this display. Now Cody Cut Stevens through, looking for Callum Stead. Onto his left foot. Cut it. And he's back in his left foot now. He told us the other day, didn't he? He said, yeah. actually, I think it might be my best foot. He's scoring <laughs> with both at the moment. Here's Cody Cut Stevens. That's a good ball to pick out wide, but almost overruns it for Jack Green. Cawley's on the edge of the box, just directing traffic at the moment. Green swings it in on his left. Nearly falls to Callister. It was an important defensive head, and now Cawley's in there up against Kyle Bennett, his opposite number. Green clears again. Stead stays on side. Couldn't get there, though. It'll fall to Coldicott Stevens in an advanced role at the moment. Down on the left. On this near side. Still 1-0 to the Canaries oh. after 58 minutes here at top oh, field. Now Hutchinson finding Malachi Black playing the ball through looking for Callum Stead and it's cleared away by Wes Atkinson. Hence would have to make use of this ball. And again they don't. Straight to Kieran Jones who hooks that one away over the head of Atkinson and down to O'Shaughnessy. It's one of those we could easily bring three players on now. You know, yeah. just you've got to try something different. I think we need a. I think we need another goal. If I'm honest, hands mm. are not showing anything, but they didn't in the first half either. They missed a couple of chances. They did strike the woodwork, but nowhere near as deliberately as Cawley's effort. <laughs> Hitchin still lead, looking to get out of the relegation zone for the first time since the 27th of December when they were out of the relegation zone for 15 minutes which were a very happy 15 minutes they that were. was pretty much the car journey back to Hitch. it was yeah I remember, I remember coming off the, and, and talking to Berkey and saying we're out of the relegation yeah. zone he said are we? by the time we got home and the other games had kicked off we, we weren't but no. that was a sign of things to come when we won we won our last game of 2021 we then had two games postponed yeah. and then got it underway for a rampant 4-0 win <laughs> against St Ives and that need a market game hopefully just a bump in the road there's some teams that are bogey teams look yeah. at Southampton against Arsenal or they used to be Rushton uh, as well for us yeah and Rushton never beat Diamonds <laughs> no that's right I'm not sure if he beat Needham as well because beat a 6-1 early this season yeah, but it's 8-1 in the 2019-20 campaign as well getting better it was only 3-1 this time yeah <laughs> we're improving we are same against Rushton as well they're relying on late winners to beat us at the moment yeah after that 7-2 Here's Green nodding the ball down. Stead's there in support. Now Dinks went over the top for Hutchinson. He's, He's onside. Comes down the right. Wasn't quite the first touch he might have looked for. Hutchinson still. Back into Jack Green. Green oh. taking it down the right. He's brought down. And the referee, to be fair, he's been consistent. He's always going to blow for that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. And it should have a free <laughs> kick. Can't argue with that one. And Jack Green making a presence of himself. I mean, we talk about Alex Brown as someone who likes to bomb forward and make themselves yep. their presence felt. Jack Green almost does it more. Yeah, no, he definitely does. He's a, he's a very uh, attack-minded wing-back. So an hour played here at top field. Hitchin with a free kick and 2-0. Hensford will have to throw themselves at Hitchin. <coughs> they just look reluctant to do so so far. Well, we certainly need another one and maybe this could be it. 
Caldicott Stevens to swing this one in. Another good delivery over the head of Cooley. Falls to the back post. Stead with a couple of touches. He went for the overhead kick. Yeah. A little bit too elaborate there from him. And nice oh, he's got into the box. He's gone around his man. He shoots. Oh, he's oh, hit the top of the crossbar and bounced down. Callum Stead is unplayable at the moment. The ball's clean away off Jake Hutchinson. What an effort that how was. That, mate, how that hasn't gone in, I, I don't know. But he's hit the underside of the bar and then, and then just sort of must have... Yeah. <laughs> bounced out of the goal uh, it's things like that that make you wonder how long we're going to see Callum Stead in a Hitchin shirt it didn't work out for him at Sal Shields but no you've got to think any scouts here today sure you, you just can't have any complaints of what you're seeing at the moment that was a brilliant bit of skill well to be fair South Shields was a bad decision it, I think oh, awful we can't we can't stress that enough no. we, we, we have stressed <laughs> it enough I think but hopefully he's learned that too I think he might have done. He's really settled down and knuckled down now at top field, at least for the remainder of the season. But that was just a sublime bit of skill and almost just went for power, didn't he? Yeah. Twist and turn. He can, he'll tie you up in knots, he will. Yeah. Fantastic to watch. And just an entertainer, isn't he? Yeah, well, that's what we want. The hitching crowd love him. And that's why he's such a good partner to, to Jake Hutchinson as well. So still no subs made by either manager. I mean, what would you change if no, you're Mark Burke? Absolutely He's nothing, would you, at the moment? No, not at the moment. It's Cody got Stevens nods this one out, ball headed down, and Ooh, Cody got Stevens slices it up in the air. Jones has under it, nods back to Charlie Horlock. Beautiful. Just little bits like that you love to see <laughs> as a fan. It's thrown out, and Alex Brown wasn't quite his fault. It wasn't a great pass given to him by Charlie Horlock, and he was dispossessed. Now Callum Stead's dispossessed. Moving forward now with George Cater into Bennett. Bennett switching it. Into the feet of Andre Landell, runs onto that, he's going to cut in onto his left, gets the ball across, it's kept in really well by Stan Georgiou. Everyone putting their bodies on the line and they've barely had to defend as well, but it falls now! Oh, oh yeah, and that's great one goal. all! Completely against the run of play, Reese Flanagan pops up in the box, gets his eight for the season. That's a great strike. What a turnaround by Hensford, they missed that penalty before half-time. And Flanagan, that, the technique in that was superb. Yeah, I mean, literally was. It just came out and he's just sort of, he's just spanked it low and hard. It's buried itself into the uh, into Charlie Hawke's left-hand side. And, and, and Horlock can't get anywhere near it. Like I said, we need another one. And, uh, and hopefully this yeah. will kind of wake us up a little bit. Not that we needed waking up. I mean, we have been on the front foot. But, uh, of course, if you're on the front foot, you're leaving yourself a little bit of, of space at the back to get in. And fair play to Hensford, their eight, back level. Eight appearances, eight goals this season for yeah. Flanagan. Good stat. Brilliant reading that. You won't get many better goal-to-game ratios across non-league, really. And uh, that was a really well-taken shot. Beautiful Down shot. on the bounce. Got his body over it. Controlled it nicely. Horlock was never going to get near it. Right into the bottom corner. And you were exactly right. You know, you were exactly right there. That he hit you. Can just switch off. And yeah. It was a moment of quality as well, but he was unmarked in the box, and now Henson will come yeah, again. again. This is the chance. He's Number nine's got to stay on side, but Landell's still running through. Now it's right through. This could be a turnaround. Oh, dear. <laughs> How many times do we see it? Wesley Atkinson makes it 2-1 to the pitmen, and Hitchin have collapsed in front of our eyes. Oh, it's, it's, I, mate, I don't even know what to say, but, uh, I would, you know, like I say, we, we need another goal. Uh, and they've gone and got two in the space of two minutes. And they're both good goals. A yeah, fantastic strike there. In the 64th minute, Hemsworth have completely turned the game around. They can even forget about the missed penalty now. My 3 looking good. What has happened to Hitchin here? 
Yeah, it <laughs> certainly is. Well, well, we as need, long as that's all right. <laughs> well, we need to score two, yeah. don't we, and get ourselves back in this game, man. Wes Atkinson gets his second this season. Vice-captain, only appointed that role on Thursday. And you could see how much that meant he was bouncing around like a kid in a sweet shop, celebrating with the fans there. Well, you would. You're 1-0 down, going nowhere. And now, yeah. all of a sudden, you're 2-1 up, and, uh, and you're looking the favourites. And now, Hensford making the noise. Those fans making the noise. Hitchin trail by two goals to one. And what a turnaround. Should we bring in Martin Burt? Martin, Hitchin needs to wake up. They do. I'm quite stunned. I mean, it, like I say, it's completely against the run of play. I'm gonna rev uh, however, I'm still going to revise my prediction. Uh, <laughs> we got uh, now. Hitchin, three, it now. Three, three, two, Hitchin. Oh, <laughs> they're doing, they're, they're doing an awful lot right. So, yeah. uh, you know, but yeah. Two goals in two minutes. Hensford through again now down the right. Cater now into the back of Jones. Oh, Jones is dispossessed. This is where Hitchin, this, it is a young side. It is an inexperienced side. Someone's got to settle them down. Yeah, just need to keep the tempers down and, uh, and, and don't get so stressed out and just, um, you know, start playing the football that we were playing in the first half, you know. It ain't over yet. Mm. Unbelievable, though. Absolutely, and, and you almost knew. You knew when Hitchin scored that Hensford would be dangerous, and they were. Yep. And you knew when they got the first goal that they, they'd be very likely to go and get a second. And uh, George, um, sorry, Andre Landell played a pivotal role in both, as did Kyle mm. Bennett. And now Flanagan, scorer of the first one, has got a chance nope, to whip not it like in. that. Carl Stevens clears. Now it's Hitchin who have the defending to do for a good 10 minutes or so. You know, they've got to get their backs to the wall and settle down here. Becomes a harder game for Stedden Hutchinson now. Hitching trailing. And I'd imagine back into the relegation zone. Yep, exactly that. Here's Todd Parker back into the defence. And Hensford with their tails up now. Nice little outside of the foot pass from Flanagan. He's a quality player. He's played at League One level, Flanagan. You can almost tell. That's a nice this ball's played now down the left-hand side. Green's underneath it, though. Behind for... A goal kick off a Hensford man <laughs> last. There's a few Hensford fans in the crowd enjoying throwing that around. They've <laughs> made a long journey today. Yeah, they'll enjoy that, certainly. I don't know how Riley O'Sullivan ended up in the back of the net. Yeah. But uh, you won't get a goal for that. No. <clears throat> so Hitchin again, collapsing in front of our eyes. They've played so well, but if you don't defend, you get punished. We saw that with Hensford. I mean, I thought they were two off. great goals yeah. myself oh. from him, so I don't, you know, I think... Um, but that second one... The second one, You know yeah. what, uh, I, it's, a, it's a great goal, but it doesn't happen if you don't switch off for the first one as well. No, so. that's right. No, uh, and there was a long stoppage as well before the before the the, the centre the center kick, before the second goal went in as well. So he did have time to settle down and yeah. talk to each other, but... Hensford straight away, and they are a team that have done this, you know, they've done that all season. They've got into difficult positions in games, and they managed to turn it around. And 80 listeners at the moment, by the way, I think that's our highest this season. So we can't. So again, yeah, a big thank you to everyone for listening. I'm sure there'll be plenty of away fans listening to us. Hensford on the move again. This looks yeah, offside. Looking for a further through. Horlock's cut them out. He's done well to claim it. But he might have been a tad offside, though. Yeah. I think he just went a bit early there. So 67 minutes left. Oh, it's all no. happening. Georgiou's giving it away. Oh, well done. He's won it back, though. Landell was there, and he's now just laid it off of Jack Green. And Dear. Now it's almost when you have to go long. We yeah. saw Hensford fail to play out from the back. Hitchin need to learn their lessons. Two goals in two minutes here have turned the game around. Flanagan mm. and Wes Atkinson both scoring. Atkinson recently out on loan as well at Wolsenwood back into the side. 
Good side, Walsall. Made an impact. Walsall Wood, sorry. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. Yeah, they, well, we had Flanagan at Walsall. Walsall Wood on more local side. It's like Coventry United as well. Okay, yes. That local. I know they've got an excellent women's side, Coventry United, but down in non-league, the men's. Uh, this little break in play now, a reminder, both Hitchin women's sides are in action tomorrow. You can uh, catch both of them. They're away from home, though. Uh, if I can just get the fixtures up in front of me. So the the, uh, the ex-side travel to Barton Rovers, certainly one of my favourite grounds locally to, to go and travel to. The Canaries take on Sherrod's Wood uh, in Wellin. They're both 2pm kickoffs tomorrow afternoon, so go down and support uh, the ladies, both off the back of good <coughs> wins as well. Uh, so a good time to be watching them and hopefully back at home fairly soon as there's going to be a He's long shot from the edge of the box. Never challenging Charlie Horlock. It took a deflection. Well, I didn't hear anything. I didn't really see anything as well, but the referee pointed for a corner. I'll tell you one thing I've noticed, right? Hensford's pressing has really upped, upped. I mean, like, you know, it's almost quadrupled. It's like they their it's energy, haven't they? Uh, and it's, it's the, the whole thing switched around. It's almost like, you know, Hensford are doing what Hitchin was doing and, and, and closing down, closing down, giving them no time. <coughs> so corner kick for Hensford then. That man, Reese Flanagan. He's going to take it. Hitchin back into the relegation zone if this stands now as a short corner on and Flanagan gets the ball back onto his right foot again facing away from goal now chipped in by Landell really. nicely done but Cody Cut Stevens will bring it away look to release Callum Stead down the left Stead almost <laughs> gets there shout for a free kick he barely connected yeah, that he's given a, a, well or a throw in for Hensity we'll have to see but there didn't seem to be much there at no, all no nothing and You'll see Parker roll around and now he'll get back onto his feet fairly sharpish. It's a bit disappointing. The referee has not let the game flow today at all. No, he hasn't, unfortunately. You know, a lot of decisions. He's, he's been consistently bad, at least that. Certainly consistent. 70 minutes in then, 20 left for Hitchin to salvage something now. And an incredible position to be in, really is. And... Maybe we'll just rue their missed chances in the first half. Came very close, hitting the post and hitting the crossbar. And Hutchinson had chances as well. And that Cawley wonder goal will go down for nothing at the moment. Yeah. Maloney now. Georgiou heading away well. Nice touch again by Reese Flanagan. Been absolutely superb in the second half, Flanagan. Yeah, he's been a different player, hasn't he? He's been top top boy for them. it now down the left, releasing Bennett to get on the end of it. He's does get there, but he's put it behind for a hitch and throw in. Reminded, we will, of course, talk to Mark Burke after this one. The hitching manager, that'll be up on my Instagram feed later this evening. And we'll, put, we'll tweet the link out to that as well. I'm sure that the club always reshare it as well, so you'll be able to find it one way or another. Uh, we'll talk to Burkey. But it's making for grim reading at the moment, Hitchin. Yep, still time. It certainly is. But Mark. it is running out. Mm. Green over the top, looking for Corley. And even there, that's a little shove in the back there as he heads the ball down. And the referee will let that one go because when you do give everything, then, you know, you can appeal for just little things like that. And yeah. That's when it can become frustrating. Green with a throw in then. Still no action from either bench. Hitchin don't really have much to bring on as well unless you <coughs> shore up that midfield of Kai Teal. But who do you bring him on for? That's the thing. Well, I'm not sure who I'd take off mm. at the moment, really. It's a settled side. It's just a yeah. side that has fallen away when he needed them to throw in again for Jack Green hitch in one ends with two that's crazy isn't it, it? certainly <laughs> is 72 minutes 
On the clock, Georgie now here on HTFC Radio. Freddie Cardi and Marikali and it's your two commentators. You can find us both on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And down the pub and at the weekend. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll be at home. Free house tonight. Parents and brother going out to a dinner. Oh, are they? West Indies against England. BT Sport 1. Thank you very much. That'll do me. Oh, you done half like punishing yourself, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> Oh, it's just jealous as well when you watch it. They're yeah. in Barbados at the moment. Oh, I know. You think, if only I was out there. But Oh, that's the a great dink. The top now. Hit it. Cater brings it down. Ball just gets away from him in the box oh. and falls behind. Yeah. I thought he was going to hit it on the half volley, actually. That would have been a goal to write home about. Oh, like I'll have a goal kick. Cater's look really lively, actually, coming down the right, bombing forward. Certainly has this right second back. half, isn't he? Yeah, former kid Minster Harry as defender. Now Jones over the top. Another former kid against the defender as well. There's a short spell there last season. Now Hutchinson chipping one through, heading away. Cawley's there on the edge, needs some support. Cawley turn. turns well, goes for goal! Oh, he's had to Pumped. flick it over. And the goalkeeper <laughs> saves it as well. He's not made anything easy today no. as Joe O'Shaughnessy, but he just did enough there. Yeah, he did. He's, he's, I mean, I thought he tipped it over the bar, but he tipped it up. And then, of course, because he's six foot seven, he just sort of reached <laughs> the hand up and, and grabbed it. Yeah, he's almost like the Aaron Ramsdale mould, Joe O'Shaughnessy. Yeah. <laughs> Fair-haired, tall keeper. Now Maloney again, put under pressure there by Riley O'Sullivan. Wins a throw-in for Hitchin, who travel next to Colville. Very hard place to go to, isn't it? I think they're second in the league at the moment. Yeah, it's Stratford, not going to get any easier. Stratford have been struggling under... Um, Flowers, the former England goalkeeper at the moment, uh, Stratford Town. So it'd be good to to go up there. Really? Tim Flowers, Tim Flowers was at Barnet recently. Okay. Solly Holmores before then as well, but he replaced Stratford's manager. Obviously took them to that FA Cup first round, but were on a torrid run in the foot in the league. So they had no place to get rid of him. And um, Tim Flowers coming in. Yeah, Solly Holmores actually actually knocked Hitchin out of the FA Cup with Solly Holmores in 2018. So. We'll be looking forward to taking on the Canaries. Hitchin did beat his Barnet side, though, back in 2020. So, plenty to play for. Here's Alex Brown looking for Stead. It's beaten him, and it's gone straight to a man in white. He goes back to O'Shaughnessy, who clears this one away this time. Jones under it. He lets it go, and then does really well. He can make you put your heart in your mouth, Kieran Jones, but he will never make a mistake. He'll now... Swing this one away forward, a bad. great ball. The backspin on it, Cawley nodding down to Hutchinson. It's cleared away by Lysett. And now <coughs> Henson have got a cause to work for. They're defending now. They're just going to try and dry up Hitchens' chances, which they weren't able to do in the first 45. Well, they've started punting it long now. I don't know uh, why they're going to do that, unless they're, gonna, they're happy with their two goals. But again, I don't, think, I don't think this is over yet. Alex Brown under the ball now. <coughs> and... Played along for for Hensford. Do keep your messages coming in on our website. Bob said, oh man. And yeah. you can picture him saying that in a Geordie accent as well, sitting at home. Why are you, man? Sounds a lot more angry than it does when I read it out. Sure. My home county's tones. It's just, I think Newcastle, Sunderland, Middlesbrough fans are always angry about something as well. So you can, you can picture it as Cody got Stevens plays it forward. Joined, of course, by Everton fans yes. now. A lot of clubs in a sorry state at the moment. As that ball's played in, it will fall to Alex Brown. He might have a dig here. <laughs> he might have done if it was a, a kick out of his mates, maybe. Yeah. Here's Malachi Black running forward. I haven't seen too much of him this game. He tries to get the ball across. It's straight to Reese Flanagan, who shepherds the ball out. He's brought oh. down Malachi Black. The referee's going to give that. 
Loud appeals from the Hitchin fans as well, especially the flag brigade over there. And yeah. Hitchin do get the throw in. Yeah. The free kick, sorry. The free kick, In a yeah. good position. It's almost, like a, it's almost like a corner with a little tiny bit extra, isn't it? So Coldicott Stevens is uh, obviously going to go over there and do his duty. Yeah, Coldicott Stevens Someone's taken. got a There's yellow a card. as well. Just the second of the game. Hutchinson picked <coughs> up the first. It's that man, Reese Flanagan, uh, who's going to pick it up. And a free kick for the Canaries. Big opportunity now for Coldicott Stevens to swing this one in. Everyone up in the box apart from two defenders. So We've got to make it count. Mate. Chucking bodies forward for this one. Two in the wall. One of them, Andre Landell. The other, George Cater. Coldicott Stevens to take there. Right footed down on the left hand side. Almost near the corner flag. Five yards in. Good delivery by Coldicott oh. Stevens. Jones was under it. It was a good clearing header though. Jones bundled down in there. Now the ball's cleared away. Alex Brown's there mopping up on the halfway line. He might just go back to Charlie Horlock here. He does. 14 minutes left to play as Horlock finds Coldicott Stevens. Put under pressure here. He mm. clears well though. Cooley under the ball now. Falls to Stead on the right. Does well, well to get away from Riley O'Sullivan. who's tracking back there. The striker. He's got a big hand oh. on Callum Stead's shirt. And the referee, to be it. fair, has given the foul there. I think he might... No, he's not going to book him. No. But O'Sullivan there knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, he tried to play the advantage. No advantage to Hitchin, so he's pulled it back. And now they're differing and dathering around now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, just trying to stop the free kick from being taken. <laughs> the attendance has just confirmed... Over the turnout, 637. Millwall 2, West Brom 0 in South London in the Championship. Here's Coldicott Stevens again, the free kick taker in the absence of both Steve Gleeson and Kai Teal. Gleeson suspended once again after the red card against Needham. Here's Coldicott Stevens in again. Stead was down there. He's ended up doing a sort of backwards roll on the floor, a slow one. Well done, Corley. Now Corley using all of his strength. He's let the ball go. He's done really well there. And now he's got a throw in to take. Finding Kieran Jones. The clock is ticking on Hitchin here. It's a oh, poor ball in from ball. Kieran Jones. Go on, Charlie. Cleared away <laughs> for Horlock to get onto. And he just knocks it along the ground into Alex Brown. 12 left here at top field. Hitchin 1, Hensford 2. That's a and knock. now Jack Green down the right-hand side goes for goal. Oh, really geez. wasn't the right option because it almost looked like a cross in the end. And here's a result for you. Nuneaton 1, Banbury United 0. Oh, dear. Top beating bottom at the moment in the Summer League Premier Central. And that's not good news for Hitchin, I tell you. Well, it's bottom beating top, you mean. Sorry, you got that yeah, bottom wrong way. Top. Sorry, <laughs> Rowan's giving me that hand signal as well. So <laughs> swap them around. And that does mean... Hitching go bottom of the table, but now an update's come up and said it's nil-nil. So we're, right. all, we're all right for the moment. No, VAR must have interfered with that one. Biggles Wade still trailed by two goals to nil against Barwell at the moment. Hitching 2-1 down. I'm not sure what's going on, actually. There's Another a set piece. There's going to be a sub ah, OK, that's what it is. Andre Landell coming off. He <clears throat> had a part to play in both of the goals. Been very quiet, though, apart from that. And it's going to be Jed Davies, number 15. Uh, to come on, the former Redditch United midfielder. So first sub of the game. Mm -hmm. And Hitchin will be able to get back underway then. So the sub coming on. Hensford. Town not really known for, more known for its Hensford Hills Raceway. The stock car track on the site of a, a disused <laughs> reservoir. So been in there since <coughs> the mid-1950s. Tens of thousands of race fans still come there for its race events. And it's a bit scrappy now that Hitchin are getting it stuck in. Here's Malachi Black coming forward now. There's definitely a foul in there, and you know the ref's going to give him as well. 
Well, it's good for us because this, this is in a nice position now, just outside the 18-yard box on the left-hand side. Coldicott-Stevens actually run to go and mm. pick up the ball. But there'll be a couple of people you think that fancy this one. Yeah, Coldicott-Stevens <coughs> to take. Oh, Alex Brown made the short run. Yeah. The players, I mean, they're not five yards away there, referee. And he's got to make sure of that Brown was had the right <coughs> idea, though. He was unmarked. He was almost in behind. 82, are you listening in? Can we push it up to 500? Who's got 18 friends they can text? <laughs> like, of course, it is individual listeners as well. So overall, it will be beyond 100. Here's Cody Cook Stevens crossing one in too much on that. It's that. headed away by O'Sullivan. The striker is almost done more defending in this game. Now Callum Stead again, taking on Todd Parker. And he's been dispossessed. Hensford winner throw in. They are seeing out this game really <laughs> well at the moment. Yeah, it was just that two minutes of madness that can that can turn a game on its head for you, you know. And, uh, and fair play to Hensford, they're doing uh, they're doing well at the moment, holding off the attacker hitching. Yeah, into the last ten minutes now, plus whatever the referee decides to add on here <coughs> at top field. The ref just having a chat with his assistant at the moment, which is interesting. He's asking the oh, he's calling him over as well, the other one over official to come over. And why would they do that? Maybe have you got an injury to the? to the liner or what, what have you got going on I know the physio's walking out as well but one liner's coming over maybe a I mean, bit of claret we're not going to have a spare one are we you might have to be one of the subs taking it up but yeah we've changed the linesman around and just a little stoppage here though the okay. linesman who's been replaced is getting some treatment from the physio just saying look and it's, it's fair enough as well because if he can't keep up with play if he's injured it's going to affect you know his ability so of course. it's fair enough that he's honest and one way or another though we've got three officials and now we've got two so the referee just talking to Mark Burke's side at the moment and Josh Bickerstaff's coming jogging over is he going to run the line? <laughs> you wonder it's his <laughs> birthday on Monday but is it? We'll just see what's going on here. Josh Pickerstaff jogging over. Oh, we need a referee. The tunnel is going to ask if anyone's a referee. We basically need anyone qualified to run the line. And it's getting so ironic. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, mate. Um, it can only happen at grassroots level, well, can't it? It? It, happens at, it can happen all the way at the top, can't it? And you go for fourth official change. But that's brilliant. It looks like... Yeah, they're looking for an official. I think it is, because it was one of the linos who was holding their groin or something. So yeah. someone's got someone's to be brave enough to, to, go, to go and step up. We need a linesman. Martin? <laughs> Martin, Martin have, you, have you tried it? Um, I haven't tried it as such, but I've got a good... Uh Good uh, eagle eyes and what have you. <laughs> uh, my knees are playing up a bit these days, <laughs> but uh, I'll be I'll be grateful to get stuck in there if necessary. Yeah. Well, you could yeah. help Hitchin to a win if you want. If it's a Hitchin <laughs> fan, then you might be laughing. It's a Hitchin fan officiating Stead's running in behind. Yeah, he might well be getting a late goal here because. Well, could, I know if Mark Campbell was here, he's he's um, he's actually qualified as well, so uh, he he could have done it. Mm. Well, at the moment we can't resume play because. I mean, you're asking for a qualified liner. You're asking for quite a lot because most of them, yeah. believe it or not, are going to be officiating other football matches today at, at 3 o'clock on a you Saturday afternoon. You would have afternoon. thought that, yeah. You probably so you're probably going to struggle to find <coughs> anyone else. But I don't, it's, they're just going to have to ask one of the subs to do it or something. It's, you're going to struggle to find a neutral here. Yeah, you're going to struggle finding a neutral. And <laughs> it's, it's a frustrating stoppage, isn't it, for, for both sides? 
Well, hopefully they've stopped the clock as well, you know what I mean? Because, uh, But it, what it's done is it has taken the sting out of the game and Hensford were sort of on the front foot, um, to be fair. I know Hitchin was sort of throwing everything uh, at Hensford and trying to, but defensively, keeping them out. Um, <clears throat> so hopefully that might work in Hitchin's favour again at the restart. Maybe we can find some re- renewed vigour. Well, at the moment, the referee just talking to both sets of players. I mean, mm. it's, it's a difficult thing because if you... Bring out someone from the Canary, you know, from the Canary Club to run the line and Hitchin score a, a late goal where offside is questionable. Right. You're going to be saying that's that's, that's really right. dubious and that shouldn't be happening. Well, yeah. yeah. We've got Com- a volunteer. Commentary yeah. City fan <laughs> saying to run the line. Yeah, go <laughs> go out there and go for it. Cover, yeah. cover one nil down anyway, so you might as well. <laughs> so do hang on in with us on HDFC Radio. Um, yeah, this is a bit crazy, isn't it? Certainly is. <laughs> um, have you got someone doing it? Well, yeah, it looks like it. A little like round it. of applause going on from behind. Someone's walked out with jeans and trainers. Yeah, <laughs> this right, is superb. Yeah. He's, he's still got his scarf on as well. Yeah. Oh, it looks like it's a Hensford guy. <laughs> yeah, just going over there. Get, getting arms put round him. Minute, 20 minutes of fame. Yeah, I mean, the team that he supports could have massive implications here <laughs> because it could really throw the game one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen the likes of it, to be fair. Really? Yeah, first time we've commentated on it anyway. Because, um, of course, normally you'd have it at EFL games, even yep. National League games, you'd have the fourth official. Yep. And the fourth official would step in and do it, and you get yep. someone from the crowd to be <coughs> fourth official. But in this yep. case, you don't. And he's, <laughs> he's coming across. He's still got his coat on. He's look. got his jacket on. He's got jeans on a train. I mean, we don't, of course, we, we're having a laugh. But he's hey. not going to dress like a ref, of course. Freddie, I'll he's tell you what. He's walking over here, hands in his pockets. I'll tell you what, we're taking odds now. Is he going to go A over B, running down this yeah. line here in his, tra- in his training shoes? He actually might take a boots. stumble. Yeah, this is superb. This really is. He's walking over here. He's got a big smile on his face, at least. Yeah, the ref's just letting him know what the offside rule is. The referee, <laughs> the referee's fuming. <laughs> he's not happy. He wants to go over at this point. I would have thought so. Well, he's gone straight down yeah. the, uh, straight down the dugout, and and uh, I'm not sure what's going on. The ref's just having there. a chat with someone here. Oh, crazy, I mean, crazy times. Yeah, it isn't. It's <laughs> that's the thing. It is the, the you know the status of the game. <laughs> is both do both sets of players and managers and you know and officials are they okay with it happening? And Mark Burke's now trudging over, and it's, it's a sticky situation here. But yeah, it's in a blue moon sort of thing. Well, like I said, Freddie, anything can happen in a football game. You know what I mean? And uh, we've seen that today with uh, with um, Hensford get, yeah. coming up and, and smacking two goals past us, and and now we've got this going on. No, there you go. It was it is the Lino who's limping across and he's yeah, got he the he's ice got on, his, on his knee and he looks in real pain. So yeah, he does. He's certainly not going to be able to continue. No one's helping him off the pitch. They're the not, are they? It's <laughs> terrible, isn't it? Really. It's a very sorry walk off. He's getting a round of applause. Yeah, come, come on, on give the Lino a round of applause, mate. You've injured yourself. <laughs> we need a big cheer when he gets to the when he gets to the tunnel as well. But <coughs> it is a lengthy stoppage now and yeah, entertainment. But not the entertainment you pay your money to come and watch, of course. But well, not, no, very not non-league. Not re- yeah, very non-league. Beat it. <laughs> so the liner off down the tunnel, hitching out there, just kicking the ball around. Josh Bickerstaff's out there running them through their paces. Hensford back out. So we should have a restart fairly imminently. Yeah, and I mean, this is, um, with, with respect, I mean, this is sort of might have done Hitching a favour here because it's kind of taken the sting out of Hensford's sort of attack. I just want to know if the liner, if they're getting him some ref gear or anything. I just... If he's out there in his 
nice tweed jacket and takes a tumble. You know, it could be a Christmas present. I tell you what, mate. Yeah, I mean, he those, those trainers are not going to be up to it anyway. It looks no. like he spent a few money on them. They look quite nice. So. They do, yeah. And they're not going to last five minutes running down this <laughs> side of the track either. He will definitely take a tumble. So if you, <coughs> if you're the hitching coach, your staff going over, maybe using the toilet, getting getting a cup of tea, Just enjoying the stoppage here. But Berkey's back out there as Parks trudges off to maybe answer nature's call. I think. Yeah. Berkey's back on there. We're still waiting for this mm. linesman who's at the end of the day. He's got a story to tell in the pub for many years to come. Yeah. Well, I was at this game of football, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, we're still waiting there at the moment. Jeff said abandon it. That's what I mean. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's not a bad idea, is it? When well, you're we'll take that. And, and, yeah, still waiting at the moment. He's just being, I wonder <laughs> if he's just flicking for a book with the rules of the game and everything. But Yeah. Hitching fans, I mean, I hope a few tra people aren't trudging to the exits, but I know my dad's here. Is sure, he, he would have fancied it, surely. Yeah. Get up and down. I'll be, I know I'll be refing a, a youth game tomorrow, of course, refing and managing at the same time. But Yeah, so the thing about youth football, yeah. then, is you end up doing everything yourself. So the we're still waiting. <laughs> I have run the line at youth game at my brother's games before, so yeah. just uh, long legs get me up and down. I'm all right normally, but... Uh. Still waiting at the moment, and I've had to ref them. Yeah, you know, it's just like ridiculous. Hitch is still knocking a ball around, standing around, and it is starting to get cold as well. I can tell you, so mm. still yeah. a lengthy stoppage at the moment. And as evening draws in, yeah, it's it, yeah the, the the cold weather sort of comes with it, you know, and the chill. But uh, we've still got uh, we've still got many many listeners. So if you are just sort of tuning in, picking up the last yes. drags, uh, explain to them what's going on here. Yeah, we've had a we've had a lino injury, and uh, we've had to request into the crowd uh, if anybody knows how to run the line. Well, there you go. Um, we have we've had a willing volunteer man and a, a nice jacket, some jeans, yeah, and some nice trainers as well. Yeah, yeah. He's been led down the tunnel to be briefed and. A little pep talk from the referee, of course. We are still waiting, and we're into the 90th minute now as well, so plenty to be added on. I'll tell you what, I hope he doesn't get handed that Lino's uh, sweaty clothes to jump into yeah. and say, yeah, jump into these, son, and get out there. I mean, as well, from a, a selfish perspective, I'm coming back from a sore throat here. I don't need a two-hour-long commentary. Mm, you know. No. <laughs> Certainly. Still waiting. Hitching. Jogging around. Parks is back out there. Yes, come on, boys. We're, we're eating into party time. Yeah, and I know. You wonder what's being said in there, but you can't. You almost can't do too much. You've got someone. You've got someone there. They're volunteering. You've almost just got to get them out there, and you've got to accept what's going on here, and you've got to get on with the game. A few thoughts from Martin Burke then, Martin. You ever seen Have anything you been like this? The time. Little crossword down there. Yeah, I've never seen anything quite like this. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a tricky moment because, like you say, the, the temperature's really dropped mm. uh, noticeably over the, uh, uh, since there's been this stoppage. So, uh, yeah, well, I hope uh, your man who's um, uh, going to don the blacks, and hopefully he will because the coat he was in, he's going to get awful sweaty if yeah. he keeps, keeps that one on. Well, he's going to, uh, yeah. Hopefully he'll change his run as he doesn't. It's just Kate's an injury Kate, either. Kate, you doing it? <laughs> you jumping out there? <laughs> in the high of his jacket, she's come over. Well, there's um, been a few noticeable uh, volunteers come forward, but yeah. they all look like they're about seven, seven or eight years old. So Someone's lost their go. card. There we go. And uh, someone's getting a big cheer. Yep. Someone from Hitchin Boys School's lost their card, so they won't be able to eat. 
from school. <laughs> so they've got to come round. Tannoy's having a field day this afternoon. Rowan, he's earning his money. He is. Plenty to talk about. It's half-time between Gambia and Cameroon in the Africa Cup of Nations uh, quarter-final. We have ticked over into added on time here. So at the moment, Edward holding firm for a 2-1 win. Big added on time. Yeah. Luton still can't score against Blackburn. I did say to uh, Steve Georgiou at the end because that's the one that we were clashing on and uh, I said that'll be a draw. <laughs> he went for Blackburn, I went for Luton. Well, Luton, I just noticed that they've made two substitutions. Uh, Cameron Jerome and uh, Freddie Odemnia. Uh, yeah. uh, Feel our pain, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Cornick's uh, making a return, though, to the front line in that substitution. So hopefully... Uh, there's a goal there for Luton. Yep. And um, Admiral Musquay has also come on um, up front for Luton. So hopefully uh, there'll be a goal in there. Absolutely. We've got three minutes Sides to do back it. back on the field. Here we go. The cones are coming off. The ref's out there. Where's the lino then? I don't, well, I can see one at the top and this one's running over here. Yeah, hitching. Hitch there's, there's no ref. That's what I can't see. I can't see a ref. I can see two linos. No, uh, this is the ref. So the lino's coming to do the Here ref. we here go. He is. He's, got the, he's getting flags. <laughs> this is superb. Superb, mate. And he's got a really serious look at his face as well. Well, I you do would do it. Yeah. He's qualified. This well. is fantastic. We'll yeah, see if, if the players have got to knuckle down and be serious again. Yeah. We'll see if that half-time burger has an effect on his fitness. We'll God, see. don't. Yeah, you wonder if he's in the bar. But the lino's <laughs> out there. All he's got to do is get through this unscathed now, hasn't he? He's just got no shocking decisions. Well, he's got in what? Ten minutes? Fifteen. Good 15. fifteen minutes still, I think. Twelve, yeah. maybe twelve minutes or so. Of course, we have lost count, and we are about to get back underway with a, a Hensford throwing. Yeah, a Hensford throwing, and there's already a. Big collision 12 there, minutes, there. there 12 you go. minutes to be added on. So it will finish uh, 114 minutes in then. Brilliant. So we're looking at nearly two hours. He ain't moved yet, the line. Oh, no. <laughs> he's still stationary. He's, I mean, luckily, hitching all up in, in Hensford's half. And Mate. Now Georgiou under the header. He is, importantly, by the way, on the near side. So he's on the side Hensford are attacking. Yeah. So whether or not he's a Hensford fan could be important, but... <laughs> There we go. We'll keep a close eye on him, of course. Here's Jones. Lino needs to try and get up with play here. We, we can't criticise him, but... No, no, no. A couple of great. skips along. Holding Why the not? flag down there. Jogging up with the defence. That's, that's, everyone's distracted by that now, myself included. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I just feel sorry for the guy because he's obviously had no warm-up or no thing like that. And, uh, and you know... <laughs> right, uh, Brian Galley is listening. He said, refs don't listen to the linesman anyway. True. It's, it's a good point. <laughs> yeah, good point. Throw in now for Jack Green. So, back to the football then, Malak. Yep, and it's a reality. very important 12 minutes for Hitchin to try and get something out of this game after that amazing turnaround that Hensford made. Well, we've got the ball at least, so... Um, Here's Alex Brown. Hitchin have to score fairly soon yeah. in what's been a little bit of a circus act. But they've got to knuckle down and play their football now. Callum Stead to Georgiou. Georgiou crossing one in, headed away there by Lewis ludford Ison. He's been superb, actually, captaining Ooh. today. So Shaughnessy, again, is in all sorts of trouble. He's got Tried a goal to kick overrun out of it. it. And Stead was in there. Yeah, just, just went out for a goal kick. More of the same, please, Hensford, because we could mm. do with the point. Late drama in Scotland. Finished Celtic, uh, Celtic 1, Dundee United 1 after 91 minutes Ooh. there. Need some late drama here as well. But into the last 12 minutes of added time. And... 
Goal kick now for O'Shaughnessy. There's going to be a sub made for uh, Hensford, I think. Yep. Carter Lysick coming off and Tom Armitage uh, replacing him. So their second uh, sub of the game. Armitage, a Tamworth-born left-back, so it's a straight swap. Now in his second month of the club after signing from uh, Nuneaton Borough. And it's certainly getting cold now at Topfield. We're going to be here. A little longer, so your party will be... You'll have to wait a little bit. That's OK, they can wait for me, I'm worth it. Of course, of course. Yeah, they won't get it started without you. I wouldn't dream. We've got to interview Berkey as well. And interview the lino if he's up for it. See, <laughs> <laughs> see yeah. what he's thinking. That'll be an interesting one, yeah. What's your day job? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you find out all sorts. I'd love to get him mic'd up as well. If he could talk to him while he's doing it, that would yeah. be entertaining. But taking it very seriously at the moment. Still 2-1 then to Hensford. My voice is certainly on its way out. You've <laughs> done well, actually, Freddie. I've, I've let you stroll yeah. in machine gun mode today. but uh, We'll have wear on Tuesday <laughs> and then a nice a nice 10 days or so off, of course. But certainly didn't help when the sore throat came on. Arsenal lost to Liverpool and there was a lot of shouting at the telly. So that kind of made it any better as the throw comes in now into Jack Green, finding Hutchinson. He has not seen much of the ball in the second half. Stephen is beating Harrogate by three goals to nil all over there. Wow. Free kick now for Hensford again. Mm. Good to see most of the fans have stayed put here at Topfield. Yeah, I mean, wh where would you go? We've got the, <laughs> we've got the lino. Yeah, you've got the <laughs> entertainment now. And done a good job so far not had anything to do but I love the cheers when he came out yeah. fully dressed there's no way he's going to be allowed to do it in his in his trainers and jacket it just, just wouldn't have been a good look would it I don't think and not really luckily that kit's a good fit for him by the looks of things and a young fan's just gone over and said something to him he's finished middles for a one Coventry City nil there's a young Coventry fan in here won't be too happy with that the sky's always going pink at the moment in League One, what a result. This is Bolton 6, Sunderland 0. Oh, he's been shoved over, that is. he goes down. No, he's been told to get... Oh, that's that looked disgusting. like a penalty shout there for Hitchin. He went a long way. Someone's <laughs> asked the Lino if it's a penalty. And now the Lino's mates have converged in front of us. Yeah. Now he's in trouble. Now he's going to get some stick, isn't he? I presume there is, mates. <laughs> and yeah, they come round with their pints. What's his day job? He's a teacher. Yeah, I've just asked him what, what his day job is. Um, <laughs> teacher who hasn't refed a game for 10 years. That's fantastic. That is good. But his mates have come over to sit in front of us on the near side. and At the moment, he's not had anything to do so far. but Not really. Certainly be getting a bit more stick now in the last eight minutes or so. I think we've got left to play. And he's just, he's just going to be praying at this point, isn't he, that he doesn't have to make a crucial decision because... well. If he, if he is, <laughs> if he, if he does have to make a, an important decision, we hope that it's to dis disallow a goal from Hensford. And uh, final sub for Hensford now. <coughs> Kyle Bennett coming off. He's had a really good game, Bennett. When's Berkey going to make a substitution, Freddie? Yeah, I, I'm not sure he will. We Bennett, need to change something. Yeah, Bennett off for uh, Joshua Webb. So fairly a defensive swap. Former Coles Hill Town midfielder or defender is Bennett. Uh, Webb, sorry. Bennett played well, had a hand in both goals. <coughs> now Maloney. It should have to chuck everything at Hensford now. They've let this game slip. They've got to get something out of it. There's the long hoof. Pink and blue skies in front of top field now. Now Malachi Black trying to get there. And actually, a good move, I think, from the Hensford's manager, Keenan Meek and Richards, to get some fresh legs on and keep running at Hitchin here. Bromsgrove three, lowest off one. I mean, we need, um, we need some fresh legs on as well. Kieran Jones ducking under the ball now. Still, the mm. liners had nothing to do. 
He will be pray will be so thankful of that if he gets through this one. I hope he goes out there and stands in the middle and shakes hands with all the players yeah. as well at the end. Well, he should do. You've got to do the Charlie job Hort properly. just on his goal line there, playing <laughs> the ball out. Hanson fans are joining this. They've been in great voice, haven't they, in the yeah. second half? Learned a couple of songs from them. Green over the top. Stead's there tussling for the ball. Green was flying in there as well. Another throw for Hitchin. Deep into added on time. If you're just joining us, Hitchin trailed by two goals to one. If you're just Here joining us, Hinton. why? We've had, a mass <laughs> yeah, we've had a massive delay with the linesman going off injured, being replaced by a member of the crowd, a teacher by trade, who apparently hasn't ref the game in 10 years, but what a way to make his return. Here's Stead. Callum Stead. Now to the edge of the box with Cody Cut Stevens. Malachi Black's oh. there. Across to Alex Brown. Brown swinging it in, oh. cleared away. Chucked himself at that, did Henson's defender. Alex Go. Brown now. Back into Kieran Jones. A lot of pictures being taken on the line of us. There well, it is, yeah. Expect. He's a star. He'll be all over Facebook tonight. Brown playing one through. Ball cleared away now by uh, Reese Flanagan. I will ask you for your man of the match in the next few minutes. Oh, my God. <coughs> That's going to be a tough one to call. Yeah, well, could go for either side, I can imagine. Oh, uh, Linus. oh the referee's gone against the line. Oh. oh, that's disgraceful. It's not bad for his first, for hate, his first flag. Has been his first flag has been disallowed. He's had one decision to make and the referee's disagreed with him. Yeah. That is not going to do his confidence any good. But his mates are loving it anyway. The referee overruling it and Hitchin fans will enjoy it as well because they've got the throw in and Kieran Jones has it now. Hitchin looking to launch an attack. Tamworth nil, Russell Olympic 2. Cawley chesting the ball down into Stead, who gets a good head on that. Now Cawley cuts Stevens oh no. up and away. Up and into no man's land. Ball headed away again. You do just wonder if this display has just really calmed the game down. It hasn't benefited oh. Hitchin as Cawley cuts Stevens is brought down there. Giving it to Hitchin. He's taking the free kick quickly. Well, and now Georgiou. Hitchin players will be tiring. They are out there warming up still during the the stoppage. And they're still being forced to play back. The subs that. Hensford have made, have really injected a bit of life into their defence at the moment. They're pressing really well as Cawley goes down. Another free kick. Excellent. I mean, worth nil, Russell 4. It would be nice to see Kai Till. Maybe he's just not quite fit enough yet. Yeah, maybe. or Kenoshi. Or Kenoshi. Chuck the kitchen sink at it now. I think so. Cawley got Stevens. You've got to spare your blushes as well. It's been a really poor turnaround. Great goals from Hensford. Yeah. Hitchin will have heads bowed low if this result stands. After this free kick, I'll ask you for your man of the match as well, so get it ready. Right, thank you. Yeah, God knows. Cody cut Stevens free kick, dead central. Switching it for Jack Green out on the right-hand side. Green heads across, nods it down and out for a corner. Yeah, that's good for a corner. Um, yeah, where do you start for man of the match? Do you know what? I'll tell you what. I'm going to give it to... <laughs> it, it shouldn't be a hitching player, really. It should be a player from Hensford. But um, we, we always pick a hitching one, and I'm going to give it to... Cornicle Stevens in. Now Green with the oh, header. That'll do. Oh, oh. Jake Hutchinson. Sorry, Stan Georgiou. What a time to get his first hitching goal. That would have been at a stoop really low. Oh. And just nodded it wide. Yeah, uh, sorry, I was just about to give you, give you a man and a man and a match. Something else has happened now, but uh, yeah. So while we've got that little break, uh, you know what? Wasting. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Steve Cawley. Steve Flick of a Cawley, coin. Yeah. yeah. So Sean, see book for time wasting here. <coughs> and so Cawley, man of the match. Then yeah, I'd agree with you there. That's it's it's tough. And really, what a yeah. goal as well. Yeah, it was a good goal. Cawley, man of the match. Then Hitchin still. 
2-1 behind, still fighting in this game. Hensford come forward again though. Back down onto the right-hand side of the sub, Joshua Webb. And Ben Bailey, who recently left Hensford, has been sent off for Tamworth. So oh, well. Hensford fans, I can imagine, might be quite happy with that. Come on, Lino, get your flag up. Yeah, come on. <laughs> That's an easy decision there. He didn't want to, though. No, he didn't <laughs> want to. He's got a bit shy. Brian Galley has said, come on, you pitmen. And they're getting it over the line at the moment, Brian. Certainly they are. are. holding on. It's been a brilliant second-half display. Proper turnaround as mm. Jones takes the throw in. Back to Charlie Horlock. Still no offside call for this Lino to make, which is disappointing. <laughs> yeah. His mate's left disappointed at the moment. Horlock swinging this one away. Great header by Jack Green, trying to find Jake Hutchinson again. Hensford can clear. Always late drama when Hitchin are around and chasing games. Jones, Jones looking to switch to Alex Brown. He'd over-accommodated that one, and now Hensford can come through. Jones has come steaming out to deal with it. Great defending by him. Yeah. Puts it behind for a throw in, and hence we can take their time to take it. The eagle-eyed ref will say, get on with it here. He has already booked Joe O'Shaughnessy for time-wasting. Oh Rowan taken. There's a bit of space now for Jed Davies on the edge of the box. Oh, terrible. Just doesn't get his pass right, though. Miscommunication with Todd Parker. Now Cater. Finding Parker again. Cater on the wing. Oh. Down by the corner flag, he's overrun it, they'll go out for a goal kick and this might well be the last throw of the dice for the Canaries. Yeah, certainly will be, looking like it, so Hitchin need to just throw everybody yeah, forward, looks got, like they're they've doing. They've got to go for it, and they've almost been a bit reluctant. Horlock gets under it, ball just holding up though, it's not really gone past the halfway line, easy header away by Jed Davis. Now Georgiou, he heads away and again straight to a white shirt and then he's gone in and oh Hedson will come down the left, will they go corner flag? Yes, it will for the moment, holding up the plate. They're seeing out this game very professionally indeed. Here's O'Sullivan over there challenging with George used. Cody got Stevens, sorry, he's done really well. St Ives has snatched a 99th minute equaliser away no. at Royston Town. Oh my Obviously God. Obviously a stoppage in that one as well, but that is full time. Those two goals in just three minutes have turned the game on its head. And hence we'll get over the line here in Hertfordshire. Another man who gets him over the line, as you can hear now, is the volunteer Lino. He's getting a nice shot. Martin the Lino. He's going to go over and shake some hands. And that has been... That has stolen the show almost in the end, Marak. Hitchin will be very disappointed. Yeah, as I mean, we are as well. But I mean, you've got to take your hat off to Hensford. They uh, they didn't give up. They kept pressing and pressing. They got their reward, and uh, and Hitchin remained fast asleep. And they got another one in within two minutes of the kickoff. Uh, and they take the three points uh, back up north with them. Martin, final thoughts from you, if you wish. Yeah, that really was a game of two halves, as it were. You know, um, Hensford really came back. Uh, you know, uh, some substitutions uh, towards the end as well uh, gave him a different kind of energy, you know. Um, but, you know, uh, yeah, in large respect, Hitchin should be, uh, uh, you know, take some confidence from their first half performance. But, of course, uh, you know, it has to be uh, extended over the full 90 minutes. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, real shame, <coughs> real shame. Yeah, it is. And, uh, and uh, Freddie and I have seen it uh, many, many, many times it's before. A young, it's a young team, <coughs> isn't it? And it's now back-to-back -back defeats in the league. We'll go over and talk to Mark Burke. Thank you to all of you for tuning in. We're up to 89 listeners in the end, our highest of the season. Uh, we hope you all have a, a lovely weekend and we'll probably see you at where on Tuesday night. It finishes here then at Topfield. Hitching one, hence for two.